today. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there totally free. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Joining you in studio tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. And, of course, you can again join us on the phones at 800-259-9231. There's some particularly outrageous news uh, coming out of lourockwell.com tonight. Mark, I think you had the story. I don't know if you've got it pulled up. I've got it pulled up. Uh, but I would I want to see some corroboration on this one because it's just insane. What's going on? Okay, so I haven't looked up uh, further corroboration than this. This is good enough for me, but, um, you know. I- Blue Rockwell's pretty good. Like, this one's shocking to me, though. I, I want to see somebody else say, yeah, this is happening. This is uh, Sealed with a Kiss by Mike Rogers. What does modern North Korea, Imperial Japan, and the USA have in common? Those governments try to support failing systems by cutting their people off from the foreign influence. It's called, in Japanese... Sakaku. Sakaku means something like isolation from the outside. In North Korea, if they catch you trying to escape, they'll execute you. In Imperial Japan, they did the same thing. How much longer until the U.S. tries this? Now, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. he says, laugh now, but the situation um, there is getting more absurd by the minute. And, you know, it seems really odd to me, the idea that you wouldn't be able to leave the United States, uh, that they would execute you or something like that. But mm. listen to this. People from Outside the U.S. can't send you regular mail in many cases anymore. Americans have lost their freedom and their country. How much longer will they tolerate what has happened to them? Now, this guy's writing from outside the United States. He's in Japan. Yeah, I hope it makes it clear. How much further will they allow their government to invade on their privacy in order to give them security? Considering all the recent uproar about police brutality and uh, to TSA groping, I wonder how many more of these mini cancers will uh, be needed in order to accumulate before the entire system collapses. Now, unbeknownst to most Americans, I'm sure people outside the USA can no longer mail you packages if that package weighs more than one pound. That's the total weight, including packaging. That's crazy. Yeah. One pound isn't very heavy. Or, well, there is a way to do it, right, according to him. Yeah, I th- give me, let me get to it here. My 70-year-old son just received a beautiful electronic building set for his birthday from a girl who is a seven, uh, 70-year-old friend from in Arizona. My son loves it. With that set, you can build all sorts of electrical projects, lights, on-off switches, fans, you name it. The set is high quality. That and the books she sent him um, were easily over one pound. Too bad he's unable to repay the favor. Of course, we try to teach our son manners and kindness. If you wish to receive mail, you write mail. If you get a present, you must write back to say thanks. To receive, you must give. In this case, Christmas is coming up, and so he felt it best to give a present back to his friend who sent the birthday, uh, who sent the birthday present. Quite understandable, and I agree. Since my son is only seven and has no job, it is up to dad and mom to finance such operations as buying gifts, and we're happy to do so when the occasion seems right. I took my son shopping, and he chose some Hello Kitty items and a book for his seven-year-old girlfriend. We wrapped up the packages and took them to the post office to send them to the USA this morning. 
Alas, while the post, uh, while at the post office, we were told that the U.S. Department of Homeland Security has stated that there can be no more mailing of packages that weigh over one pound unless we can provide the Social Security number of the recipient. This was at the Japanese Postal Service where they were, yes. they were told this? Bravo, Homeland Security. I'm so pleased to see you on the front lines of American safety. One can never be too careful, you know. Always be proactive, make sure kids don't run, jump, have fun, and might hurt themselves, and never, never go into the swimming pool until you've learned to swim. So I applaud your caution, but darn it, if I don't have a few simple questions. In what manner shall I inquire to this little seven-year-old girl's father about this young lady's social security number? If the father asks why, how shall I explain that we, Homeland Security and I, are working together to protect her freedom by invading her privacy? And from whom are we protecting her? Are we protecting her from an overweight Hello Kitty? Also, I'm not sure. Do I think like a social security number, uh, do I, do I, something like a social security number like this is uh, private information or is it not? Apparently not. Are people running around these days involved in identity thefts that are snooping out all sorts of information? How does making an arbitrary limit of one pound stop anyone from sending dangerous materials? It How, doesn't. It doesn't. Or if you want to send whatever you want to send, you just send it in one pound increments. Also, how does providing you with a social security number relate to protecting people from terrorists? It doesn't. It just creates a, a tracking system. It creates a way to control people and to make them even more uh, beholden to the U.S. government and its arbitrary rules. It, this is horrible. If this is true, it's horrible. And it's horrible. If you have some way of verifying this, I'm looking on the Postal Service's website to see if I can find some information about this. It's just absolutely despicable. It's going to – and it brings immediate questions into my mind is, you know, number one, the Japanese Postal Service isn't going to be able to check your Social Security number right there. They're not going to be able to verify it. So uh, if you give them a number that's not an accurate number, at what point does it get checked? Yeah. Is there some sort of stop stoppage when it comes into this country where they're going to look at all the boxes that come in here and they're going to verify Social Security numbers? I mean, how bureaucratic and time-consuming would that be? It must be. It would have to be crazy. I can hardly imagine this. These guys get a lot of packages right. every Could day. Could I just use a nine-digit uh, code number to, uh, to be able to get my package instead? Because what if they just ask me the number? I'll rattle off a, the code number rather than my Social Security number. And, you know, as long as the sender and I have agreed on the number, then we just use it as a code well if they're demanding a social security number and you give a a fake one and they find out about it who knows how they're going to do that i'm not sure but it gives them the opportunity to go after people for fraud and and either find them or or put them into uh cages it it sure as hell does and uh i I look forward to uh, to learning more about this i'm i'm hoping that this was a mistake (laughs) like maybe the clerk at the postal uh, postal service was trying to get his social security number or something like that, but it doesn't surprise me. No, though, it doesn't. With it the, really doesn't with the printer bombers. I mean, this is <laughs> this is how it's gone all the way along. Whether it was the underwear bomber, and then boom, body scanners, and then we get the the printer cartridges, which Great Britain says, oh, it's not a bomb, and then Obama calls them back and says, no, you need to check again. They come out and say, oh, oh you were right, it, it's a bomb. I mean, and they were shipping those inside of printers because the ink stuff is very close to uh, some liquid explosive or, or toner. whatever. Yeah, the toner is, is very close in chemical composition. So now here they are. This is their solution 
for keeping people from mailing these so-called printer bombs when chances are it was somebody within the administration doing this to push this agenda. It to- it just, it's a solution to make it so uh, essentially that everybody has to have a government ID in order to do business or in order to uh, you know transact with a friend and give the information the out. I mean, when I go to the post office, is somebody going to be standing behind me with a you know recording device taking my social security number? The postal as I give it out? agent. No, I mean, you'll have to show your your uh, social security card. You're not supposed to carry that thing around with you. I don't know about you, Mark, but I, w- I wouldn't trust a postal agent with that information. Same I mean, same I don't here. like giving it out to uh, even just the average person that's running you know, Time Warner. You sign up for a new cable account. They want to get your social security number. They don't need it. They just use it to run, uh, run credit checks. So, no, I don't want to give you that, that number. And now it's <laughs> – is there more from this guy? What no, that's, the, that's, that's the sum total of the story. 1-800-259-9231. Maybe you are one of our overseas listeners. You've had a similar encounter recently, and well, we don't know when this rule went into effect. He just just ran into this when he went to the post office try to, to, to try to ship something. Surprise! You can't send things to your friends anymore. I've seen it all over Facebook this morning, but uh, I suspect it's the same article. Lou Rockwell's very popular blog. Yeah, you know? yeah it is. Absolutely. So 800-259-9231. Let's go to Mike in, uh, I guess, Louisiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, um, on a Lou Rockwell blog yesterday, they had posted an article or a link to the uh, Japanese post service air announcement. Oh, okay. I'll have a I'll have a closer look at that here. And uh, if there's more you wanted to share, you're welcome to hang on. 800-259-9231. Uh, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Plus, uh, WikiLeaks. We didn't really get into it last night. So we probably should here uh, tonight because that's huge news and deserves to be discussed. More coming up. You can take control and bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Parents of America, beware. The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters. Mothers, cover your sons' ears and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Give you the features on the site there uh, for free. So do enjoy those on us. We've got archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They are right there. On the front page of the website, so do head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy those. In fact, uh, right there at the top, you'll find the last week's worth of the show. And then if you click into the archive section, uh, that'll take you to the last several years' worth, all the way back to 2006, late 06. All of it is brought to you free over at freetalklive.com and is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator's a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name or .anything. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 templates over there for you to use. Whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator 
www.freetalklive.com hosts you. Free domain transfers, free file transfers, free database transfers, free script transfers, one-click script installs, all at hostgator.freetalklive.com. Use that portal we've created for you. Get your first month completely free, hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right, so we do have the corroboration here, and thanks to Mike. I don't know if he's still with us. Mike in uh, Louisiana, are you there? Yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you for pointing out the corroborating uh, information. We'd read a, a piece from LouRockwell.com, which was an op-ed piece about one man's experience going to the Japanese post office and attempting to send a package to uh, somebody in the United States, so-called United States. And he was told, you can't do that anymore unless you give up the social security number of the intended recipient. And it's just so wildly outrageous. And I agree with Sam. It's you know, it, it makes crazy sense, and that's, you know, the police state, and that's what they're doing. Uh, but it was just shocking to hear that one uh, for me. And I, it's, it's rare that I'm shocked by something that the police state does these days. And you called in to point out the actual evidence of this. And it's uh, linked to over at the Lou Rockwell blog. It's from, I think, yesterday. And the title yeah. is uh, Soviet Mail Blockage. You click onto it, and it takes you to the Japan Post, which is the Japanese post office. And their notice says the following. Japan Post Service Company has announced that due to the elimination of air transportation of postal items over 453 grams, that is 16 ounces, in weight following the airport security enforcement recently put in place in the United States to counter possible terrorist threats, acceptance of these postal items will be suspended for the time being from November 17th, 2010. So this is a relatively fresh occurrence. Uh, we will make a relevant announcement if or when the situation changes. Uh, it, this particular page doesn't mention that uh, they'll accept it if you give a social security number, but that makes sense, too, that they would put that, that kind of level of control on something. So the question is, will this ever be rescinded? And I see no reason why the police state would ever uh, pull itself back in Wait, that way. But that, that's even worse. If I heard that correctly, what that is saying is that... You can't send a package over one pound by air anymore. Yeah, that's what they're saying here. Uh, the following items mailed by aircrafts, airmail, air parcels, SAL mail, SAL parcel, EMS. So I don't know if that means you can still send something by ship. I'm not sure. So it sounds like they suspended it and then they have, I guess, recently lifted it with the Social Security new condition. Well, what I would guess is that... Uh, if this were lifted, it, okay, yeah, I'm, I guess you're right. We are looking at press releases here. Uh, but it's possible that they suspended it with a condition, and they just don't mention the condition here, and then you find that out when you go Why and send something. Why is it okay, okay wow. to sink ships but not okay to blow up airplanes? Well, that's a good question, Mark. I just don't understand. I mean, you know, like, what? what's the – why? Mike, your thoughts on this? I think it's all just insane. So, I mean, maybe just, I read all this yesterday. There's another article – Later, another Lou Rockwell blog that goes to educateyourself.org. And apparently Mike Rogers is still along. It's just, it has more information, but it doesn't really say anything about Social Security. So I don't know where they're getting that from. Hmm. But, uh, so. Well, that was Mike's claim in his article that that's what they asked him for. So, hey, thanks. Anything else you want to share tonight, Mike? I appreciate the info. No, that's it, guys. Thank you. Thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. That's a huge bit of news that totally brushed uh, by us. I mean, this happened uh, a couple of weeks ago now at this point, and we were completely unaware. It's not that I've, I'm the most plugged-in person, but sometimes I feel like I'm a little more on top of police state matters than the average 
uh, person. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm more, a little more on top of that than the average person. And a, and a major control mechanism like that coming into place just quietly with with no announcement uh, on this side. I mean, I, we have well, to use a Japan Post press release to find this out. Is there any other acknowledgement of this? They're Stop. probably testing the waters, and this is the first uh, first country i guess that they're adding these regulations to so my guess is they're testing it to see what the reaction is to see what kind of press and outrage it generates and then uh they'll decide from there if they're going to roll it out across the board i would say they're going to get away with it because nobody's talking about this this is i think it's particularly outrageous nobody's talking about it and all they'll have to do is say toner bombers toner bombers terrorism terrorism and then that's all people oh well you that's how they got the tsa passed i guess i can't ship that teddy bear to my son you know whatever it's crazy one crazy it's absolutely crazy 1-800-259-9231 maybe you uh know more maybe you can enlighten us a little bit further on this particular issue but that's about all the info we have for you is a, a paragraph off the Japanese Post website saying yeah you just can't ship things uh, via air anymore and i don't know how i guess would it be so if you're shipping something first class, is that going by ship? Would that be all right still? I don't know the, the designations. I don't, I don't know either. what the different uh, methods are to, to ship things internationally. I, I couldn't tell you. So 1-800-259-9231. Now, WikiLeaks, uh, big news this week. I guess it was Sunday when they released something like 250,000. They called them cables. Um Communications, I suppose, is is what they are. I'm not really sure what the definition of a cable is, but uh, some sort of communication between bureaucrats regarding uh, various different international situations. And, uh, of course, they're really upset. The government people are very upset. They may make a big stink about this. Right. That's what they're calling the, uh, the the people from WikiLeaks. Congressman you know, Jerkwad wants really them labeled as terrorists. It's really funny how uh, the politicians in Washington, D.C. want their citizens to get uh, naked, scanned, and felt up at the airport. However, all their communications should be kept quiet. They deserve privacy and secrecy. However, their citizens do not. The chief, uh, chief WikiLeaker who the U.S. promised today to prosecute said his Internet site was just beginning to unload its diplomatic secrets and said the documents will skewer lying, corrupt, and murderous leadership from Bahrain to Brazil. Julian Assange, the Australian who heads the secret-sharing website, told ABC News today he believes his safety and freedom are in danger. I think he's I right about that. I believe they are, too. Yeah. Uh, he responded to questions by email from a clandestine hideout. He was undaunted by vows from the U.S. and Australia to prosecute him and said the forthcoming diplomatic cables are aimed at lying, corrupt, and murderous leadership. Uh, we're only one thousandth of the way in and look at what's uh, so far has been revealed there will be many more he wrote defiantly assange also dismissed a warning today by hillary clinton who said the dump of secret documents puts people's lives in danger oh poor so do their stupid woman <laughs> you know? the poor bureaucrats are scared well hey yeah stop hurting people around the world and threatening them and maybe your lives wouldn't be in danger in the first place uh, we'll come back it's hard for me to feel sorry for these people you can take control of the airwaves, uh, bring up whatever you want, and uh, Sam, you've got a theory about this WikiLeaks thing. We'll talk about that coming I do. up. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live you take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free to bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com enjoy the features that we have there for you completely free uh those features including the wiki with over 2,000 pages you can create pretty much whatever you want there you can edit any page virtually any page go to wiki dot freetalklive.com to do that w-i-k-i wiki dot freetalklive.com do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections sacl cai does collections early out billing and they purchase charged off receivables sacl's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect they know that not only do you want to collect your money but you want to keep your clients too. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. We are talking about the WikiLeaks, uh, the, the most recent release of over 250,000 communications regarding international relations in many cases uh, that are really forcing the U.S. government uh, to, well, look pretty desperate. Uh, they're, they're looking... Lots of governments. Yeah, really bad uh, on this. And, of course, they are bad. So the things they do are bad. And so nobody should be surprised by any well, this. You know, the, 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 here's, the, here's the real problem. The idea that you can run a democratic country, right? Like, this is supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people. That's the, that's the lie you were told in school, right? Yeah, it was. Right. Okay. So how can you run a country of the people, by the people, and for the people if you don't tell the people the information, uh, you know, uh, what the government's doing? Well, so, it's in their best interest. Yeah. They well, don't. They don't need to know everything, well, right? But that could put people that, in danger, right? Right. All these. All these are national the security. Mark, stop talking. Right. But that's that's all the excuses are that I don't need to know this information in order to make the the what the. You well, just I guess, go to work. You pay your taxes, and we'll worry about all that. Right. Stuff. I'm supposed to. I, I, however, am supposed to make this important decision called voting, and I'm supposed to vote for the leader of the free world, the whole planet. Right. How can I make these decisions if I don't have this information? Politicians aren't leaders. I'm just I, look. I'm only spouting what the line is, and the line says that I'm. I have this important task called voting. Hmm. Uh, the fact that it's statistically insignificant isn't mentioned in there anywhere. Well, not only that, but it's also insignificant in that you're going to pick between a scumbag and a scumbag, and you can better believe they're all sending secret things around and doing naughty things that they shouldn't be doing. Agreed. I agree with all that. Um, however, the, you know that that's that doesn't really fit into the 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 paradigm that they give you when you're in school. And so if these governments are are supposed to be of the people how can they keep secrets especially so many of them well apparently they're not keeping them now uh now that wikileaks is on the scene and julian assange and, and whoever his team are is an anonymous helpers uh behind the scenes helping get all this information out i think this is you know it's great news julian assange is the man of the year as far as i'm concerned uh it's an incredible amount of risk 
uh, that this guy is taking to get some, you know, some important info, some probably not so much. I mean, when you release 250,000 documents, and the last one was like 400,000 or whatever, uh, when you release that kind of info, it's not all going to be particularly damning, but it's going to be in there, and indeed... Uh, according to the uh, according to Assange, she says U.S. officials for 50 years trotted out this line when they're afraid the public is going to see how they really behave, and that is that Hillary Clinton claimed that this is could put people in danger. Uh, he said that the facts are that we wrote to the State Department asking for a list of any specific concerns they might have, and they refused to assist. And they said they demanded everything, including those documents that revealed abuses, be destroyed because they have something very important to keep up, and that is their uh, th- this illusion of legitimacy that they have. That if you were to stop believing that the government is good, if you were to stop believing that, well, you know, it's a good idea, we just need to put the right people in, or if you were to stop believing just the idea of government, it's curtains for them. If people stop Buying into this paradigm that we need to have a group of men and women being given total arbitrary control over the lives of other human beings for whatever the reason, you know, safety or ex- whatever the excuse happens to be at the moment, usually safety. Uh, you, well, you, th- I, if you give that up, they don't have as much control anymore. Their control rests on your belief in them and I your think obedience you're, to you're them. reading a lot into this, right? Like Julian Assange isn't doing this because he's a radical anarcho-capitalist. No, okay? I didn't say he was. Uh, and that's not really what this is about. What this is about is transparency in governance. If you believe that governance is suppo- that governments are supposed to work for the people, then this goes to show that they do not. And... You know, I think that I think a lot of people in the world still need to see governments try and fail to work uh, for the people um, and that they're seeing that, you know, the ones that we currently have in place are not that they're working, that they're working for themselves or working for the bureaucrats that are within them. They're working for the politicians that run them and they're working for the military industrial complex and the corporations that own those politicians. Attorney General Eric Holder said at a press conference, to the extent we can find anybody involved in breaking American law who has put at risk the assets and the people I have described, they will be held responsible. I'm sure that's They true. will be held accountable. I'm sure. Clinton called the release of uh, hundreds of thousands of secret cables not just an attack on Americans' foreign policy interests, but an attack on the international community. Do you think it's going to be? You think it's going to come down to they're going to they're going to tell the major media organizations, look, you just can't interview Julian Assange, and you can't put this uh, stuff on the internet. You can't t- put, talk about this stuff. No, actually, uh, CNN brought Julian Assange on when he uh, released the uh, I think the Iraq war logs, mm-hmm. and the first thing that they dive into is tell us about the sexual assault. Did you do it? And that you know that was just all, trying to impugn his character. That was all they wanted to do, and he actually said, "Look, I, I've just released that the American military has been counting the casualties that there are over a hundred and nine thousand people dead that they know about, and they've been lying about it all this time. And this is what you want to ask me about. Yeah. If you don't want to talk about the issues, I'm going to get up and leave. And eventually, that's he all did. they wanted to know about, and he left. Yeah. Wow, good for him. That's so outrageous. The media really. I don't think you have to worry about that, Mark, because the media for the most part are uh, lapdogs of the the federal right. government they'll uh, they'll do what they can to defend the feds uh, at any cost i mean look at how they they treated national opt out day for instance they were uh, you know cheering when they believed that 
the TSA's press release that uh, essentially, oh, no, opt-out day failed, according to the TSA. But the real story was that the TSA was shutting off their backscatter machines in order to make things go smoother at the checkpoints and in order to prevent people from having the opportunity uh, to opt out in the first place. They didn't tell you that in their press release, and the mainstream media did not report it. Uh, So uh, uh, Clinton has more to say, though. She says... That uh, it is an attack on the alliances and the partnerships, the conversations and negotiations that safeguard global security and advance economic prosperity. If another bomb drops, it's Julian Assange's fault. <laughs> you that's, know, stra- that's the strategy here is to blame the, the Tea Party people, blame the uh, whoever's speaking out against the state. They're the terrorists. They're the reason this is all happening. Domestic they're the, extremists. They're the reason that the economy is going to collapse and that the dollar is going to fail. It's all their fault. And they They've even done this with uh, Glenn Beck and made the same kind of comments towards him. And that's clearly the strategy as the House of Cards kind of comes down. Blame the people who are pointing out that it's the government who is responsible. And you can see that, um, you know, this level of blame really, really is going to be coming from people who are losing their grip on power, it seems to me. And I totally agree with you, Ian, that they are losing their grip on power. I don't see that people um, around the world are are seeing that they they can live without uh, governments um, or, you know, coercive governments or whatever term you wish to use for them. But I do believe that the people in government are seeing that they're losing their grip, the paradigm that they have built for themselves over the last, you know, between three and 100 years, uh, 100 and 300 years. This republic idea, mm-hmm. this uh, democracy of the people, that it's a big lie. I mean, you know, it took a long the time. The more to lies get a... they can see, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Right. And, and, you know, once people are beginning to see these lies and these, these politicians and the bureaucrats are caterwauling, you're killing people. You're destroying commerce. I mean, the whole world's going to be thrown into a new dark age because of WikiLeaks. I mean, that kind of caterwauling only <laughs> can only yeah. make most people chuckle. No, I agree with you. I, I don't think this. I mean, you really have to be a big government sycophant to believe that kind of crap. I I agree with you, Mark, that this is not going to destroy, totally destroy the legitimacy of all government, uh, but it will help push people in the right direction. And then if people encounter a message like ours where we're saying, hey, look, it doesn't matter who you elect. It doesn't matter, you know, if you tweak it here, you tweak it there. The system itself is inherently problematic because it's based on aggression. We're coming up. You take control and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you'll find there free. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Amazon.freetalklive.com is where you can go to get all kinds of different products. You know Amazon. They're the world's largest internet retailer. 
with dozens of categories and probably millions of items. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever counted. There's so many things on Amazon. It's uh, it's an, it's madness how many uh, products they have. And the prices are great too because prices uh, so low they're yeah, insane. They uh, they don't have to deal with you know having uh, storefronts, yeah, so they can save a lot of money there and pass on the savings to you. Go to amazon.freetalklive.com to order almost anything, and you can even get groceries at Amazon. But you can't get George's famous baklava. No, you simply cannot get George's famous baklava. At Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. The good news is you can get it at Mandrick.com. If you're looking for the perfect holiday treat to bring uh, to this year's holiday party or you need a new gift for friends and family, this year make it George's Famous Baklava. George's Famous Baklava is walnut pastry with over 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. All the ingredients are premium and natural to ensure only the best taste. It's the perfect treat for any holiday party with friends, family, or coworkers. Uh, George's Famous Baklava is shipped in a special container, priority mail, so it gets to you fast, fresh, and delicious. Order by Tuesday, the December the 21st, to make sure you have it in time for Christmas. But if you have those holiday parties, you need to get it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check it out at George's Famous Baklava at mandrick.com. That's M-A-N-D-R-I-K. There is no C in Mandrick. Dot com. Good stuff. Ian, do you com. still have uh, that case in your freezer? I've got about six pounds of it in my freezer right now. <laughs> oh, dude. I think we need to, during one of the breaks, go get some. I, I would agree with that. I've uh, gone through my whole case already. Uh, it took yeah, me about been, a week and a half. I've been taking my time with it. <laughs> it's nice I, with coffee in oh, the morning. Oh, it's so good with I mean, anything. <laughs> if you've got it, you're going dr- to eat it with breakfast. Thawed, for breakfast. It just doesn't. Oh, yeah. Delicious. The, well, the one thing he did with it that you'd have to do yourself would be the deep frying, which is, it's also good that way as That's well. That's hilarious. That, yeah. was, uh, that was a joke, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was re- but it wasn't a joke as in it. It was he really did it at uh, Porkfest. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could get deep fried baklava. So everything's uh, better deep fried. Yeah. All right. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. More on WikiLeaks in a moment. Let's go to the phones though and uh, get your thoughts. You can bring up what you want. Ray is with us, listening in Washington. Ray, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Sam, and Mark. Hey guys. Hey Ray, what's you know, on your I mind? I can give you. I can give you some input on this Japanese thing. I've been buying stuff out of Japan for about twelve years. Now, I don't buy now, but my son and daughter run the company now. My son's the CEO, so I'm close to the day-to-day operations. I've only been out just a few years. but So I can tell you what it was like before Homeland Security. And, yes, the information you're talking about, we, did, you know, we gave up basic information to give you know, time because we were dealing in you know, cargo containers, 8-by-40-foot uh, containers mm-hmm. full of uh, equipment stuff. And when, right after 9-11, it went berserk. And not only did it go berserk as far as what information, I mean, we're, we're filing tons of paperwork now. I mean, it's, you know, you got a basic broker working on this stuff just to keep things rolling all the time. And uh, my uh, IT guy here uh, is rolling paperwork constantly all the time. But the fees significantly went up, hmm. and Homeland Security came into the game, and we pay them off. You see, when you're in the kind of deal that we're in, you kind of look at these guys like the mafia. And though I'd like to stop it, I could probably stop it by losing the business and all the workers and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're caught between a rock and a hard spot. But you've got to bow down and kiss the right. ring. Because if you don't, I, you it's not to. like the, I, the next guy is going to do it. Somebody in the marketplace is going to do this, uh, you know, this import, import, export stuff. They're going to do it. Listen, when I'll tell you something, when you bring a container into this country and figuring out just roughly what that shipping is, and you hit smack on with Homeland Security working maybe with USDA or one of these other, and they take your container and send it all the way back, 
and you lose twenty five grand in cash right up front. Holy crap! Believe me, you learn real quick that you're going to do what they tell you because if you don't, the people you know that you've cared about, the people that my son went to school with that work for us, are gone. They yeah, got you'll us. Lose your, you'll lose your business because yeah. you can't afford to. I mean, it costs twenty five thousand dollars to ship one of those containers across the uh, the ocean. No, no, amazing. that's not how it happens. Here's what happens. It's when they jam it into storage, hit you for so much money every day, hold it in the port for five to six months, and you run all kinds of legal stuff through so you can't even get your, your container out of the country while oh you're being gosh. stuck for storage. I mean, what, what people go through in, in the kind of world that I work in, I don't work in it now, but mm. I mean, it was so, it, 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 it's unbelievable. And getting back to my point about Homeland Security, when Homeland Security walked in, I almost think that we need those towers to figure out how much more money they could extort out of companies like ours because they get fees out of us. See, they were getting customs fees before, but now we're at EPA, Customs, USDA, uh, Homeland Security. How many more government organizations do you think are coming? Now, this does, and you know, let me just put the upside to it. You better be a good player, and you better know what you're doing because if you're a small player and you come into this business, you get, you get eaten alive. Yep. And the government will assist you. I mean, they'll assist the players in taking you out. Uh, it, I mean, it's just hard to, you know, like just recently, a whole new forum started coming up to justify every piece of equipment we would move. Where was it made? What country did it? Well, it comes from Japan. Everything that we get comes from Japan. They, they don't import very little into Japan from other places. I mean, I tell you what, Japan's like this. You won't go to Japan and find two Mexicans who just snuck across the border. It ain't going to happen. There is no people. Uh, what do you mean? There. There's no Mexico nearby, so that's probably why. There's nobody comes into that country who they don't allow. You don't sneak into Japan. Well, it is you an island to... nation. They have an advantage in that area. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, no, you don't get into Japan, and they know who's in Japan. And I don't know this uh, Homeland Security, if they work with them on, you know, uh, just keeping it that tight. But believe me, there's no illegal immigrants or anybody into Japan who's not supposed to be in Japan, unless you uh, maybe one of those well, military You don't guys really are, know. You're, you're speculating. The, oh, the, no. The problem is no, much I lower. Know. No, no. Japan is uh, – the Japanese come to see me on a regular basis, and I'll tell you, it's, it's a totally different ballgame. You know, they look, they love to come here and shoot my uh, AK-47 because they can't even think of having any kind of guns or weapons or anything mm. like we do. Their freedoms are so much different. You know, there'll be places in Japan where you go, you can't go in because you're a white guy. Yes. They, they, they have places that are only Japanese, and that's it. Hmm. I mean, it's just a totally different thing. But, but like I say, with this, the whole thing with this tower is going down. It seemed like it did come back, and, and it started taking away more freedoms and wanting tons more information about what's going on. And uh, Wow, I really appreciate you calling and yep. sharing that with us tonight. Because you take care, guys. It, it, thank you for the call tonight, because it really does, I think, shed some light on what it's like to try to do business, in this case, internationally. I mean, as though before 9-11, it would have been a, a cakewalk. No, he still had to deal with uh, with regulations before then and tariffs and, uh, and import and export taxes and, and government bureaucracy. But it just it, it ramped up after 9-11, and it's, it's all the more difficult now for him to do business. And if you don't get the T's and the I's crossed and dotted correctly on the forms, they'll hold – 
they'll hold your shipment. I thought when he said it was $25,000 that he lost, that that meant that they took it back to the country of origin, then he had to pay for the shipping again. No, it's it's that. Plus, he has to pay fees to the Department of, uh, Department of Homeland Security for the yeah. services Huge extortion. of holding the services of holding his product. Yeah. The product that he can't get. Yeah. And, and then, of, of course, pointing out, as we've said so many times on this program, that all of these regulations, all they do is they, is they eliminate competition from the marketplace. They destroy the industry that they are targeting, and they keep it so that only the biggest and most capable uh, players with the largest legal teams, the people that can afford to hire a, an attorney to fill out all the new paperwork, only those businesses can handle this. Can you imagine being a mom and pop and having to jump into this world and figure it out from from scratch? And you will – it's just mind-boggling how it's, difficult that would be. It's hard enough to, uh, to to go up against a big business being a small one, but you could usually do it in different ways. You could pri- provide better service or you know, more, uh, you know, just all right, kinds of – When you of don't different- have to ask permission – and right. beg and but fill when, out forms. But when the government puts all kinds of uh, you know legal stuff in your way that costs lots and lots of money to do, then it's just impossible to compete. And when there's no competition, there's no innovation. When there's less competition, there's less innovation. Some people say that, look, we only need the big businesses um, in operation because those are the ones that can afford to take the best care of the employees or whatever, whatever garbage uh, that the, it is that they spew out. But the, you know, the fact is... Who says that? I've never heard anybody say that. We only need the big businesses. I've heard Who people said say that. that? No, they, they say that uh, businesses, they, if they can't deal with the regulations that the government gives, they don't deserve to be in business at all. Wow. I've never heard anyone say that, but I imagine somebody would. It's outrageous. 800-259-9231. Back to WikiLeaks here in a moment. want to get your thoughts as well. What's it all mean? Is there a bigger picture here? Sam has some ideas he's going to share with us. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves in hour number two is coming up next. It's Free Talk Live. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. A lot of different things on there, and uh, we bring it to you free, so enjoy that. 
All right, we will talk to you, of course, about anything you want. We've been discussing the WikiLeaks situation this week on Sunday. They released 250,000 what they call cables, secret cables, which I presume is some sort of a communique. I'm not sure. I think what they're talking about is in the old days, they would have secure, dedicated lines that they could communicate between embassies. Mm-hmm. And those were the cables, the transatlantic cables, kind of like the you know going back to the telegraph days. Uh, nowadays, there are secure emails that are heavily encrypted over secure channels and so forth, but they're still termed as cables. Got it. So it's very difficult for people to access to crack into this, but somebody yes. has, and they have released hundreds of thousands of these documents. And the government people are very upset about this, uh, saying they are vowing to prosecute if they can get their hands on Julian Assange from WikiLeaks. The fullest extent of law. Or anybody else, uh, they're going to go after them. And uh, Clinton says this. Uh, Hillary Clinton says that uh, it's, it could put people in danger. It's not just an attack on America's foreign policy interests, but attack on the international community, the alliances and partnerships, the conversations and negotiations that safeguard global security and advance economic prosperity. Says well, the woman who supposedly wanted diplomats to spy on other uh, diplomats from other countries and get their credit card details, uh, their flight plans, the cars, the license plates, and so forth. She's just trying to safeguard you, Sam. Why would somebody want that kind of information? What would the government be able to do with that? Anything. With your credit card number. <laughs> they want all the information they get can get. I mean, come they're on. Gonna, they're <laughs> going to comb through all of your financial records, all your travel plans, look at where you are, and find something to blackmail you about. And then they will, you know, they, they're looking to get their hooks in to control people, to blackmail folks. And, and that's what she's sitting here saying after after trying to do that. I always find it amusing what the politicians say versus what's actually going on. If you're just tuning in, you missed a call last hour by a man who is involved or was involved. He's retired now, it sounded like. But he was involved in the shipping business, uh, shipping uh, different products or d- shipping electronic products from Japan to uh, the United States, and he was telling us that there are incredible amounts of regulations that he has to deal with, more so within the last decade post-9-11, just insane amounts of paperwork, regulation, uh, fees, all kinds of just nonsense that the government has piled on to him to just to do his business, just to ship products from point A to point B. And here's Hillary Clinton saying that she's advancing economic prosperity, that government in their you know negotiations and diplomatism or whatever uh, with other countries are somehow advancing economic prosperity. It's just nonsense. It's just, a, just an out-and-out lie. These people aren't advancing anything as far as prosperity is concerned. Concerned, they're crushing it. Well, they're giving prosperity, but they're they're directing the prosperity to their friends to their uh, and uh, away yeah. from their enemies. Some mistakenly applaud those responsible, said Clinton. There is nothing laudable about endangering innocent people. Nothing brave about sabotaging peaceful relations between nations. Well, if there's nothing laudable about endangering innocent people, then why are people worshipping what the troops do? They're endangering innocent people every single day by bombing them and that shooting them. That doesn't count. Oh, right, right. So it's only when you endanger the innocent people in government uh, that it's uh, it's a problem. That's when it counts. Uh, oh, but wait, which government person is innocent? Which which of one them. of them is innocent? All of them. No, I, I think that they all have a little bit of blood on their hands. Even the the ones that are supposedly liberty oriented. You hate still- America. They still have to deal with, uh, the, you know, the issue of you're working for a criminal gang. You're working for an enterprise that gets its money through violence, through the threat of violence, and uh, scaring people into obedience. Well, I think to some extent, uh, the, you know, all of us who 
you know, use the government services, pay for the government services, whether we like to or not, have those same have that same blood at our hands. I don't know if that's uh, that's a true statement. I don't think it's the same amount of blood. But, yeah, you're not you being know. forced uh, to to. Or excuse me, those people in government are not being forced to work for the government. They're choosing that. Uh, well, um, if they don't, if they aren't, if they don't believe, if they believe in liberty and they give up that job, somebody who doesn't. Is I understand get it. all the rationale, Mark. I understand the excuses for it, and I don't blame anybody for doing what they feel like they need to do to get food put on the table. I, I don't blame them for that. Uh, but I'm just saying that you know it's a criminal organization. So uh, yeah, I don't think that they're innocent of anything. Holder said he advocates closing any gaps in U.S. legislation that would prevent the federal government from fully prosecuting a foreign national like Assange, who published secrets of vital American national interest. He said that to the extent there are gaps in our laws, we will work to close those gaps, which is not to say that anybody at this point, because of their citizenship or their residence, is not a target for or subject of the investigation that's ongoing. Let me be clear. It's not saber rattling. This is an active, ongoing investigation. So they're trying to uh, intimidate the WikiLeaks people into stopping. They don't want them to continue to do this because they're not sure they done don't. yet. They're coming after a bank next or something, from what I understand. Yeah, they actually have been leaked uh, bank uh, records between banking executives and so forth that talk about corruption and fraud and are equally as big. But uh, they are just overwhelmed with you know get sorting through all of this. But that is is uh, sk- scheduled for release. Plan do. The current rift of documents, uh, raft of documents, some 250,000 diplomatic cables that span decades and include various and sometimes embarrassing details about the way the U.S. envoys see their foreign counterparts. Oh, I'm sure. Is the latest document dump WikiLeaks received last year from Private Bradley Manning, currently awaiting court martial. I uh, don't think that it almost uh, suggests that they got this from Bradley Manning. Is that what that said there? It sounded like that that they were saying that. Read it again. Um, It says says this latest raft of of diplomatic cables, the details about blah, 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 is the latest document dump WikiLeaks received last year from Army Private Bradley Manning. You know, that's the claim, I guess, is that Bradley Manning did all this. No, that's not what Assange is saying. In a statement today, suggested there were other leakers, aside from Manning, who turned over the documents. He said there were people who entrusted us with the documents and went on to describe them as good and courageous people inside government who believe in transparency and more ethical foreign policy. Uh, Representative Peter King said he supports the efforts that Holder was talking about and that his uh, Assange's purposeful intent to damage not only our national interests in fighting the war on terror, but also undermines the very safety of coalition forces in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, had suggested, I think, this guy at one point that uh, Julian Assange be considered a terrorist and that anybody connected with WikiLeaks in, in assisting with this process be considered terrorists. It reminds me of another article. Those are that, the terms that they're using. They're, they're banding those about. Yep. And it reminds me of another piece I saw, and I, it's in my show prep somewhere. I can't dig it up. Uh, where they suggested that anybody who uh, was advocating opting out at airports were also domestic extremists. They yeah. wouldn't. They didn't go so far as to call us terrorists, but domestic extremist is uh, the new term for Free Talk Live, apparently. And uh, George Donnelly and James Babb over at We Won't Fly, and anybody that participated in the uh, the opt out day events across the country, you're all domestic extremists, according you know, to the Feds. The, the term extremist is usually uh, reserved for people on the right end of the. You know, usually they call lefties radicals. Well, of course, it's the right that's doing this, Mark, because the left is in charge. Yeah. Must be, so right? everybody that's doing We Won't Fly must be a bunch of radical righties. What else? Well, that's what people – those are the conclusions that people jump to. And, of course, nothing could be further from the truth. The people at We Won't Fly are dedicated uh, voluntarists, from what I can tell. 
They are people that are completely anti-political. Uh, they are not uh, righties or lefties in any way, shape, or form and would likely be offended uh, by the suggestion that they are. And I would imagine that a number of the people that organized these uh, various different outreach events across the country would also feel similarly. I suspect you're right. Yeah. But nonetheless, domestic extremists. That's so, the term. Uh, yeah, get used to hearing that one. I imagine they'll be trotting, out, uh, trotting it out again in the future at some point. So there you go, WikiLeaks. I mean, there's more to the story, but uh, they, you know, they basically have uh, caused the U.S. federal government to uh, look a little bit embarrassed about what they've been saying, uh, what they thought was privately over the last. As they said, this spans uh, well over a decade. These documents. So there's uh, there's a huge uh, treasure trove of information here. But Sam, you were saying something during one of the breaks uh, that you you think this is a distraction. Yeah, I think this could be a red herring. The thing that I've heard, but not that Julia, Julian Assange is like in on. I think some he's sort a useful plot. idiot in this case. If if it if my suspicions turn out to be true, he thinks that what he's got is good information, and he's doing his best to release it in the hopes that it will help. It looks like he's got good information because the government is certainly reacting in a way good, that, but but not groundbreaking. All right, there's more coming up here. Well, for us, it's not groundbreaking, but for a lot of people, it might be. We'll come back with more discussion. Your thoughts as well are welcome at 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the features there completely free. So head on over, freetalklive.com. Enjoy stuff like our Shrine of Female listeners with the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. Get interactive uh, as well with our various features on the site, shrine.freetalklive.com. Are you on any medications? Are you getting your meds at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. Uh, there is a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, click on Become a Member there on the left-hand side of the page. Their customer service is excellent. They'll walk you through every step of the way, and you will save big time. It's meds.freetalklive.com. I've gone through this process. It is, um, you know, it, it's it's non-invasive. They're, they're, uh, they're not pushy or anything like that. It doesn't matter whether you're on Cialis, Boniva, Amplify, Lipitor, Nexium, or Zetia. Meds.freetalklive.com. All right. Uh, we're talking about WikiLeaks and, you know, what does it all mean? Uh, Sam, you've got some ideas you wanted to run by us here. So the 250,000 cables, as they're being called, being released here uh, over the last couple days and causing quite a bit of stir in the, uh, the, the mainstream media where the U.S. government is uh, backpedaling and, and looking desperate and pathetic and, and dangerous. They're trying to lash out and, and threaten people and scare them into not releasing anything further. Uh, I think this is personally, I think WikiLeaks has done amazing work. Uh, it's one of the most useful uh, websites I think that's that's come about uh, in what they've what they've done uh, by revealing 
what government really is. I mean, a, a portion of what government really is. It's a bunch of liars. Not that anybody doesn't know this, right? I mean, Sam, I think that was one of the points you were getting to is like, you know, this isn't a real revelation for us. We already know that the government is a bunch of thugs and liars. But I think for some people, this is pretty big news. Right. But to suggest that, well, OK, here's the problem that I've that I've heard that sort of first clued me into this. I mean, I, I look through the different uh, revelations. There's a top 10 revelations and it's things like, you know, Saudi wanted to push for an attack on Iran. Uh, the, Iran may have North Korean missiles and, you know, the, the nuclear situation with Pakistan. The U.S. is trying to get the nuclear material out of there. Uh, U.S. has been bombing Yemen. All of these things were like already talked about in the media. They were pretty much knowledge for the alternative or common knowledge for the alternative media. And there was really nothing like earth shattering or paradigm changing in here. It was for you. For, I think, a lot of people. Uh, not for the masses, granted, yes. But, uh, you know, and the other problem with this is if, if this was Bradley Manning all alone, he would, the the intelligence experts, the people who were former CIA and so forth, they're saying that no way could one person go in and download these. Assange isn't saying it was Bradley Manning. He's saying it was multiple people. I understand. But they're saying that no one, one person would be able to download all of these different cables from you know, spanning decades, hundreds of thousands of them without setting off all kinds of alarms, audits. They have to go through procedures in order to even look at these in the first place. So it's just so there are so many red flags that come up for for these people who used to be in this environment who have taken a look at this and said, no way, this this does not make sense. I wouldn't trust a former CIA agent. Okay, I mean, that's your choice. But uh, would you? Would I? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that there are people who have come out and realized what they were doing, realized the harm that they were causing around the world, and now they're trying to make up for yeah, but is that, is the, the bad those, karma. The people you're citing, those people? I mean, I to me, it seems like uh, I've heard this. Now, I don't know how true it is, but once you're with the CIA, you're always with the CIA. You know, I, I don't know. I'm, I am not in the CIA. Yeah. I haven't been in the CIA, so I, mean, I can't w, tell you. Uh, George, but I can tell you that there are people who realize what they've done, and it has a profound impact on them. And and a lot of them come out of this and dedicate their lives to waking people up and telling them what's going on, telling them yeah, what their a, government's a guy doing. From the CIA on Fox News isn't going to be uh, one of those people, right? This is not somebody on Fox News that came out. These are this Who is, is uh, Wayne Matson is one of them, former CIA agent. I think he he was CIA, but mm. and and others. So. I think this could be a red herring to distract because that's a common intelligence uh, um, tactic. Is so what's to it distracting us from? World War Three. So how is World War Three going to come about? I mean, uh, what uh, North Korea's what shot at a South Korean island or something like that? Well, there are uh, they're running drills right now for the next I think two more days of drills in the same place they parked this aircraft carrier in the same well, place. Well, they were going to do the the drills in that spot, and that's why North Korea shot at that spot, right? Right. So that's okay. where they parked the aircraft carrier right there to further tempt them. And I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing some kind of Gulf of Tonkin incident where. The uh, the powers that were, because that's really what fundamentally is happening here. We're seeing a shift away from the power structure that is fundamentally changing from the hands of the few at the top to the people at the bottom. Everybody is able to uh, 
sort of participate in this and get the word out, and the government does not. But that's what have WikiLeaks is doing. I mean, that's the, what that's what WikiLeaks is sort of about is right. to take the power and the information that's at the and, top and give it to everyone. And the way that you make people buy into the paradigm, like WikiLeaks, for example, is to give them ninety percent of what's true, but you know, also hide what you don't want people to see. So what's in this is all stuff that's already pretty common knowledge. There's no, you know, real gotchas in here, ahas in here. Mm-hmm. And for this to be his first release, to me it's a little suspect. It's Who's a little first release. Uh, WikiLeaks. The, They've the, released other things before this. First release on the cables. They have uh, supposedly millions of these mm-hmm. that they will be releasing. These are supposedly the best ones out of seven million or three million or whatever it is. Seven times the mm. Iraq War, which was three hundred thousand. So. so you you mentioned this Wayne Madsen. Uh, he's I'm looking at his bio now. It is Wikipedia, so you know, anybody can edit it. But uh, it's not saying here that he's a CIA agent. Okay, maybe I've got somebody. It says else. here that he's an investigative journalist uh, who has been described by critics as a conspiracy theorist. Well, he didn't. Um, right. You you asked him. Uh, you know, just sort of off the top of his head, he didn't have yeah. the article. No, no, I, under- I understand that. I'm just saying I don't trust somebody who's uh, in the CIA or who was in the CIA, unless they've shown some reason to be trust uh, trustworthy. How about Bob Chapman? Who's that? Uh, he's a former counterintelligence, worked with uh, Russia. He left the CIA, or uh, I don't know if it was the CIA, whatever agency, because you're going to try and pin me down on one little thing here, which is ridiculous. But uh, he left his counterintelligence role, went out and started buying, uh, acting as a gold and silver broker. He had one of the largest newsletters, and now he lives outside of the country and tells people about what's happening and what's going on, you know, what some of the stirrings on the surface that people can see might mean underneath based on his yeah, experience. Like I said, if you've got some uh, some sort of track record that shows that you're actually doing good, then that's one thing. But to, to have somebody come out and just say, well, I, you know, there's security in here, and I don't believe this could have been done uh, without the uh, the knowledge of the government, uh, that's yeah, that's a conspiracy theory as far as I'm concerned. To, to suggest that top secret uh, systems and archives would have anything. It's the government, dude. Anything. These guys suck at everything dude, they do. These guys, that's, that's nonsense because these people are dealing with spies and people people other countries trying to get in here and get at this information and you're telling me they're just going to leave it all open and you're telling me they're just letting this out for the heck of it i'm telling you they're letting it out as a distraction yeah look so, over here while we're doing what yeah. you don't what we don't want you to see over here i don't know more coming up here at 800-259-9231 that's the number for- have you ever wished that you could buy sell and trade and silver in your community Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you will find there completely free. Those features include our mobile site. Maybe you get a smartphone. You'll pull us up there. Go to m.freetalklive.com to do that. You get quick access to our streams as well as our podcast. 
FM, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Hey, you sick and tired of the ever-expanding growth of the federal and local and state governments? Tired of them uh, constantly coming up with new arbitrary rules for you to, you know, hoops for you to jump through, rules for you to follow, uh, taxes for you to pay. Sick of being controlled, told you don't own yourself, you can't decide what to put in your own body, and you ready to do something about it? Well, join the Free State Project. Go to freestateproject.org. Get signed up to join with over 10,500 other like-minded, liberty-oriented people in making the move here to New Hampshire and getting active uh, to achieve liberty in our lifetime. The Free State Project is happening, and the proof is out there that it is a valid concept. The proof of concept is there. There have already been successes, and it's still early on. The, the The official move hasn't even begun yet. A few hundred people have made the – several hundred people have made the move early, as we have, and some just amazing changes have already started to occur. And so we're looking forward to having you join us here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Go to freestateproject.org to get signed up. And don't forget the Next 1000 pledge as well. If you can make it within the next year or so, uh, if you can make it by the end of 2011 to New Hampshire, uh, then sign the Next 1000 pledge. Uh, or even if you're expecting to make it uh, by the the uh, the end of 2011, go ahead and sign up over at pledgebank.com slash next1000. So 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So let me see if I've got this straight, uh, Sam. You're suggesting that the U.S. government released these 250,000 uh, cables, diplomatic cables, on purpose. Some element within the U.S. government. Okay, some you know some element meaning that like, must that has to be true, right? Like they had well, right, to go to someone in the government did this. Yeah. Someone in the government had to have released them, otherwise WikiLeaks wouldn't have gotten them. You're saying it's been done for the same reason that uh, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing happened, which is to cover yes. for something else that's uh, that's really going on, which is, in your opinion, the North Korea South Korea situation. Well, I, I mean, look at what's happening. That's got news coverage too. So I mean, everything like is accelerating. But are we seeing reports of the uh, the the uh, students r- rioting in Britain and taking taking over police cars. Did we see the footage? Bit. Which wait wait from what? What uh, was this during the educational this was last week. protest? Was it okay? Well, they, was, they burned police cars. They wrote. Uh, was this can, during the free education protest? Yeah, I, it might have been. I don't know. Well, that was there was a free education protest a couple weeks ago. Maybe they're having another one. Maybe they're still having them. It seems like there uh, was an. It was Italian students were upset about their uh, austerity things going it's, in place. It's too, happening. So it's all happening. across Europe. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of socialists rising up, demanding uh, you know tax dollars yeah. that they want. To, if if, if uh, the well, EU doesn't pay it, they want the been, Americans to pay it. They demand. They're demanding what's been promised to them, and now they're finding out that the government is a group of of liars and criminals who have no intention well, of. They're just their people promises. who can't. Who, they're just people who set up a government in the past that can't add. I mean, the old Ma- Margaret Thatcher uh, uh, quote is is that socialism's great until you run out of other people's money, and that's that's what those people are finding out. I, you know, I, I feel bad for them. They had they had expectations, but you know, uh, thieves have expectations when they walk into liquor stores with guns too. Well, okay, so let's look at this though. I mean, you're saying there are uh, protests going on in Europe. What's the relevance to America? Why why should uh, ABC News or NBC be making that the uh, top story as opposed to Wiki? Uh, because Wiki America News? is next. I, I mean, that's for what rioting? even. That's Who's going to riot in America? Everybody here is so docile and obedient. Yeah, because they're eating right now, Ian. Right. And when people can't eat, in the UK. In, in they Europe are too. not going to be happy. When, when, dude, you don't understand what is happening around the world. This is a global. They're not starving in the crash. UK. 
they're they're not starving, but they're getting hit with higher fees. They're they're people are upset. They're getting out right. in the they streets. Raise the tuition There's by three percent. Soccer player in France who is calling for a run on the banks. They are scared estless over there of that happening. You've got Max Kaiser saying to crash J.P. Morgan, who is. Put three point three bill. Who has shorted the silver market? Three point three billion yep. ounces. Yep. Okay. Now, what that means is that twenty seven dollar or twenty eight dollar price that's at a near all time high right now for silver that has just run up like crazy. That means that it has three point three billion ounces priced out of it. That means three point three billion ounces have been sold into the market. At the, at the current rates that don't exist. And when those people find out that they don't have any real silver backing that up, silver is going to go through, through the, roof. the roof. It's going to have to. And Max Kaiser is now organizing a grassroots effort to get people to buy silver on the day that the options expire to keep them from driving the prices down because the IMF has quietly been selling gold and silver out the back door to suppress prices and keep it from taking off. So, you know, they are on the edge of a cliff on but that so story's never many gonna get coverage. issues. No, I see where you're coming from. And it doesn't I... matter if it gets covered. J.P. Morgan is going to either crash and burn and have but wait, a, aren't we talking a financial about... disaster or... The the Fed is going to just send them money, and and they're going to print trillions of dollars in order to cover this. I mean, I think it's over like one point five trillion that they're in the hole on the this last silver. quantitative easing was six hundred billion. Six hundred. Isn't that just another word for inflation? Yes. Okay. So, uh, go ahead. Well, okay. So, but aren't we talking about what the media covers? Because your suggestion was that the WikiLeaks thing happened so to keep the media distracted to to you know make it so people don't hear about the things you're talking yes. about. Yes. But when is that going to get even without WikiLeaks? Let's let's say WikiLeaks never happened. There's always going to be something else the media finds more interesting than what we might consider important. Cute little so, girls that have gotten lost. Yeah, there's always so the story you're talking about with the the how many was it? Three billion dollars in 3. silver. Three point three billion three, ounces three, of three, silver. Three point three billion ounces of silver, which is a lot more dollars. Uh, that, that that story's never going to get front page headlines. Because the ABC and the NBC and the big boys and Foxes, you know, they're not they're not going to report on that. They're going to find something else, like Mark said, with a little blonde girl being, you know, gone missing or some other hot story. Brad and uh, Angelina are back together or whatever it is that they're going to put out there. So I don't deny that there are people with editorial decision making abilities that are swinging things in one direction or another. Clearly, that but happens. They in news are, agencies. No, what they're out there doing is saying, oh, we're, we were, we've been out of this recession since uh, June of last year. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. There are green shoots everywhere. What happened to those? I mean, well, they, they are, are engaged in Sam, lying. Sam, wait, a, wait a second. There See, are. This is this is what I don't. Um, this is where I go off the track. I believe most of what you're saying. I think silver is a great investment. However, I don't think we're on the the parapet, the edge of a huge global crunch. And I guess the reason that I don't believe that is Free Talk Live's never done better in the world. I mean, right. I, you know, our, our sales are up, up, up. I mean, things are going great here. I see other people in the business industry that are saying the same thing. They're generally not hiring, but hiring, you know, the, the rates of hiring Mark. are going up. These people that, that throw these, that, that juggle these balls in the financial industry are experts at juggling these balls and i'll admit you can't keep them in the air all, at forever but the, I, I think that they may keep them in the air for a little while longer okay so the experts that i listen to yep. eric sprada he runs uh, sprada assets management it's a multi-billion dollar hedge fund okay. he just took 
physical possession for his his fund of five hundred and twenty something million dollars worth of silver bullion. Awesome! I think uh, people so, doing that are great. Uh, so heroes. you know these guys are waking up, and I listen to uh, King World News. So does Wayne, mm-hmm. one of the other co-hosts. And two weeks ago. For the the guests for his week, several of them started talking about food shortages in the U.S., about the crash of the dollar. I mean, these guys see this stuff coming. The mainstream media is not going to tell people about it. And what's happening, yes, there are um, signs out there that the economy is recovering, that it's doing better. But it's fake. It's it's a result of the Fed papering over the the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the economy collapsed in uh, oh, last year sometime when it went down to six thousand, and they papered over the problem. And so all they're doing is the using this, yeah, 6, using this stimulus to sort of artificially pump up the numbers and make things look better. But in fact, when that runs out, when it either tips over into hyperinflation or they have to stop printing it and implement these austerity measures, things turn ugly really, really fast. More coming up here. Your thoughts are welcome. 800-259-9231. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you will find there totally free. Our webcam is one of them. Go and you can watch and listen and interact because our chat room's built into the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that and to do it for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. It's brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBIX, Zinpax, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory dealers in stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. We'll get back to uh, more discussion about WikiLeaks and the news media and what they focus on and what they don't in a moment. But first, Chris is with us in Utah. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I was just thinking about negative externalities. What's that? Uh, Well, in economics, it refers to uh, the concept that uh, the things that I do can affect people other than me, and I don't have to pay the costs for it. Okay, Uh, how so? So, Say I buy the plot of land next to yours, Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a a river running um, through both our properties, and I decide that I want to use – say I'm upstream from you. Mm -hmm. Yes. I want to use – the water to irrigate my land. Uh, I'm wondering, in a free society, how how pro- how disputes would get solved uh, between you and I? 
Well, I would say that you would have to have um, something like a, a dispute resolution organization. Today, we call those the courts. Arbitration. Yeah. Would you call uh, the courts? You would say that the court systems are inefficient, expensive, and designed to uh, protect the rich and powerful over the weak and, uh, uh, you know, weak and poor? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, and you, do you think that uh, competition might uh, make those you know, systems – might uh, might create systems that would uh, better serve, say, the weak and poor over the rich and powerful and create systems that are more efficient? I'd say so. Yeah, that's that's really so all. So all you have to do is hammer out the details, which that's the tricky part, right? Well, a lot well, of people what the marketplace does. Well, that's right, but it's it's <laughs> it's always easy to say that. Well, the market will decide and the market will handle it, but that's not satisfying to a lot of people Indeed. that want to hear specific ideas. Um, and I, it's my favorite answer because it makes the most sense because it doesn't make sense to go out on a limb and speculate because, well, look at all the people that speculate in the marketplace by thinking that their idea is going to be great and that people want their product or service and turns out the market proves them wrong and they go out of business uh so we can sit here and we can come up with some ideas as to how it might work but it's important to caveat all of them by saying what the hell do we know we're not in the real estate business or we're not in the uh, the natural protection business or you know whatever it is we'd be we'd be discussing in this case it's the uh, the rights to the water that's flowing through your property and my suggestion would be that the marketplace through competition and through what people want, some the market divining what people want and putting in systems, putting in place uh, standardized systems that that make sense to uh, to to go along with that, you know, could very well be that hey, unless that uh, that creek dries up for some reason, uh, you, you know, you're not allowed to uh, to modify it to to you know water all your crops and take 100% of the the creek water out. I don't know, maybe you can take you know 10% out or something like that. That, that there'd be some sort of marketplace standards in the same way that like on a computer there are the the usb drives that's a standard uh kind of uh, product that was come up with by a consortium of uh of different groups that got together and, and agreed on the standards there i don't know how exactly that would all flesh out in the the real estate world or the that particular environmental protection world but I would expect that, the, like you say, you know, the person who's had the creek running through their property for their entire life, uh, and then you move in and you just decide to divert it all into your own private well or whatever, is uh, you know, they, they may have some sort of legitimate claim on being able to enjoy that creek on their property. Yeah, and, there's a variety of these things that could happen. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it would be the uh, the arbitrators that would uh, would make those decisions, and over time, those decisions would become standardized, where you would know that uh, when you move onto a piece of property, if there's a creek there, you would you know would know that you can't do those things. Things because the arbitrator is going to rule against you. I don't know if that's a very specific answer, but it's about as as good as I can come up with. Well, what comes to my mind next is what if I don't like what the arbitrator says? Um, our men with the guns going to come and and force me to release the water? Uh, ultimately, how, well, you how you does agree to arbitration resolution. You, you agree to arbitration. It's a uh, it's a binding process between uh, two individuals or you know two two people that want to go in and and uh, you know hash out a disagreement. So in advance, I, you agree to the decision of the arbitrator. If you want to appeal, you can appeal to a different I, arbitrator, and you can have that in your agreement too. Would I have to agree to that before I purchase the property? Uh, what what if you might? I yeah, you might have to agree to uh, some sort of arbitration within the contract of the property purchase. Sure. What if what if I had no agreement with with you uh and if you had uh, no agreement with who am, am i the person who sold with, you the property 
with the person downstream from me, I guess. Well, I would think that, um, you know, like there's systems like this that have existed uh, since, you know, time sort of uh, evolved. And, you know, that you would be, you know, maybe you would be considered an outlaw. And then how does one deal with an outlaw at that point? I mean, you know, you won't go to arbitration. Uh, maybe the person says, you know, that's my water that's sitting up on his land. I intend to go get it. If you came on someone's land and stole their sheep, I don't think anyone would say that it's a bad thing to, for them to go back and get their sheep. Uh, in this case, mm. I think the water is a different, you know, it's, it's a slightly I, different story. But, you know, people may very well do that. I think there's two things to point out when you're talking about externalities like this. Uh, number one is polluting the water, and that's certainly different from using the water. And I think it's important to distinguish those two. If you're putting something into the water that makes it toxic, you're and and not uh, you know just leaving that to go downstream for to poison the people down mm-hmm. downstream from you, then that you're causing damage. You're you're damaging you know the water that that it's clear aggression they can use. in that case. Yeah. Uh, if you're Say it's a light creek and you're just diverting it and you use that to run the water in your house. You use it for drinking water and that's all that's left. Well, I don't think the the people downstream are going to have any claim on me if that's what I'm using it for. And really, the person who actually owns the water in in a case like that is the one who has the spring on their property. If you want to make sure that you have water, buy land that has natural springs on it. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. I mean, buyer beware. If you want to guarantee you're going to have the uh, the water source, then uh, you should be closest to it, right. the highest upstream. Yeah, I, and, and you know, this is just the different ways that the marketplace could uh, you know deal with this. But and, yeah, and, but we don't you know, know how it would end say. up. Right, we don't know and how it end up fleshing what out. What you really have to ask yourself in these circumstances is not can the um, can the free market perfect perfectly solve every single profit problem no. and create heaven on earth because i think we know what the answer to that is the question is is do the is the system that we have so utterly broken that no one can use it uh, that so that no one can use it effectively and the people that do use it use it as a bludgeon in fact to uh, you know to aggress against other people to the point that it's you know at this point people are stifled in the areas of business and pleasure and commerce and all kinds of areas and i think that that's what we've got and we really need something different absolutely that's exactly what the home mortgage situation is i mean it's so rife with fraud and corruption that congress is now considering just Making it all legal. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you don't need a deed to collect on somebody's no. a mortgage. Big deal. Chris, your thoughts? That, that, that all makes a lot of sense. I, I, I can see how pollution would be considered aggression. Uh, but, uh, for, for example, the, the Nile, for thousands of years, every year it would flood. And uh, as it receded, it would deposit silt and nutrient-rich soil on the on the on the plains Delta, yep. near the Nile. Uh, but in the, in the 1950s or so, they, they built a dam upstream, and now all the silt gets deposited there. And so it's, it's making the water less usable, less useful for the people downstream, but I wouldn't consider it pollution, you know. So it's, it's a less no, that's not pollution. It's just interference, right? It's just essentially it's, it's the the people who made the dam, whether it's intentional or not, are using that natural resource, whereas before they they weren't. And you know they may not be making the optimal use of it by just having it settle at the bottom of the dam, but that's what they're doing, and it's their property. And you yeah, know, I, get I don't you. know that that's I don't know I don't, if that's how the marketplace would decide. Right, on I agree with Mark on this. Then what happens if I go and build a dam just a little bit farther? 
Oh, yeah. right. And then you've got this crazy damn war situation. Yeah. Uh, and so that what that says is the marketplace needs to come up with something that causes an equilibrium. And that's usually what you're dealing with your, when you're dealing with arbitration uh, in certain cer- scenarios. I think Sam's stuff is very interesting, what he's saying. I just don't know that that's going to be the solution. Yeah. And the, the competing dam scenario, I think what you might end up doing is if I'm going to build a dam, then I want to go upstream far enough and get interlocking agreements that say you're not going to sell this to anybody. There, there's a basically an, a restriction on your property that you won't build a dam across the river. Thanks for the call tonight, Chris. Good question. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. There are no definite answers besides the fact that government needs to get out of the uh, you know the business of telling people what property is and what it is. And government needs to go away, and then the marketplace needs to replace it. And we don't know what that'll look like. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll free and bring up whatever's on your mind at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there totally free. So head on over to freetalklive.com and enjoy that on us. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. And you can join Sam, uh, get some of his videos that he's been working on over at obscuredtruth.com. Some great liberty-oriented video products there, obscuredtruth.com. Again, our number 800-259-9231. The food safety bill passed today. If we get a chance, we'll uh, give you a little bit more information on that. That's not good news. Just, Just a hint. Uh, whenever the government says they're going to keep you safe, question exactly what it is that they are telling you. You're because, in big trouble. Yeah, it's probably not exactly what they're suggesting. Uh, so 800-259-9231. We've been talking about WikiLeaks and the 250,000 so-called cables that have been released. Uh, previously uh, unknown information, previously uh, secret, top secret information. And we were discussing the the way that the news media covers some things over others. And Sam, you were suggesting that there are some people out there, and it sounds like you you agree with them uh, that suggest that the WikiLeaks 
WikiLeaks was leaked this information. Not that the WikiLeaks is working for the government, but WikiLeaks was leaked this information on purpose by some uh, entity within the government for the purpose of creating a distraction in the news media. Correct. Which, for me, it, that goes too far down the road of speculation. There's well, no way to, you know, yes, somebody within the government got their hands on this information and released it to WikiLeaks. How they could know what the news media would do in response to it is, you know, that's purely speculative you know it's possible that there are like hundreds of bradley mannings out there who leaked all of these reports and cables independently or and, maybe there are five bradley mannings we well but you know how are people getting access to this if, if there are five then they're these people are really high up and and are can do these things without anyone asking questions which leads me to believe that yeah there is some sort of uh surreptitious purpose behind it and if you look at what it is a lot of it is personal stuff that's really kind of almost designed to sort of create animosity between some of the different countries from some of what the cables have revealed and that's what assange said he he said that this is going to shock the diplomatic community and it's going to anger a lot of the people that thought that they were buddies with the these diplomats when in point of fact they're you know calling them names behind their back or whatever i haven't read any of them myself but right uh, and spying on them and so forth and right so with all of these things going on, I mean, you have the bond market hit a tipping point uh, in the last two weeks where the the money flowing out of the bond uh, market and the ETFs related to bonds, which are just basically a way you can buy stock, that the money that you put into that stock is invested into bonds without the long-term uh, holding requirements and so forth, that has turned negative. And what that represents is huge. That is the confidence in the good credit and faith of the United States government. And, you know, that's always that's their fallback position as well. The bonds are backed by the good faith and credit of the yeah. United States government. We have never defaulted on a bond. And, you know, what? they probably never will. They'll just print whatever they mm-hmm. need. But it shows that the masses are waking up because in troubled times, when you hit economic uncertainty, Bonds are what the financial advisors all tell you to run to, and that's what people do with their money. It just the, the thing that I disagree with you on here is not that the media will cover some things over others. Not that the media will. Uh, I, I fully agree that you know the media in the the mainstream media at least is is indeed controlled by uh, a, a small group of people, right? I mean, right. We've got I mean, Fox. We... They own Wall Street Journal. They own all the Fox products and a whole bunch of other stuff, magazines and things like that. Um, the the media's stranglehold on information has been broken, thank goodness, thanks to the internet. Uh, so that's that's good news. And on the other hand of, uh, of that uh, statement about the mainstream media, there are still aberrations within uh, the mainstream media. You've got people like John Stossel or Andrew Napolitano mm-hmm. who are getting a mostly liberty-oriented message out through uh, the mainstream media. So clearly there's not a total uh, information lockdown or, well, or stranglehold. But- I think the reason, though, that those guys are there is because they know that if they just keep going you know, status quo, let's just keep feeding them this garbage – and not address any of the real issues, that they would lose all credibility even faster than they are now. So they're on sort of, they're being pulled in both directions. In one way, the government wants them to present the rosy picture and, and you know, cover up the, the things that they don't want them to talk about and here focus on Britney Spears. But on the other hand, they know that they're getting their butt kicked by the independent media, that they're losing the audience, that they're losing credibility, and they have to do something to sort of 
get out in front of that, just like the Republican Party did with the Tea Party. The Tea Party was a real movement until the Republican Party got behind it, started sending Sarah Palin to rallies and so forth in order to draw that that sort of discourse back in and funnel it back into the two-party system. So I dis- I disagree. Um, I think that the vast majority of Americans want to see Rachel Maddow, uh, Keith Olbermann, uh, Rush Limbaugh, and Glenn Beck fight it out in the ref- left-right paradigm uh, gladiator pit. I don't think that the vast majority of Americans care about John Stossel and uh, the uh, Judge Napolitano, so therefore they're not putting them out there to gain credibility. They're putting them out there to to, to garner a small segment of the viewing population, and I've watched the, the you know both of these shows, so they're 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 being successful in, in getting me. And the, the the fact is, the Tea Party was ripe for Republican plucking. I mean, it was it was perfect. What lie have the Republicans told since uh, you know that we all believed at one point, which was that they were for smaller government and the Tea Party's for smaller government and lower taxes. I mean, obviously the Republicans were out of power, and a movement comes along for smaller government lower taxes the republicans they run in get front out. of the parade yeah, yeah. i mean obvi- that's a that's a no-brainer for them then that's not right. that's not uh you know surreptitious it's not crazy it's it, it's just obvious well with the with the mainstream media and i agree to, i agree with most of what you said there mark uh the john stossel has been sidelined actually he's now on the biz fox business network which is a lower distributed uh product than the, right. the main fox he seems news. a lot happier though well, I mean, yeah, he's got more control over his product now, which is great. It's good for him. Um, but he was the the you know the the man behind twenty or the, uh, the one of the anchors, uh, one of the two anchors on twenty twenty, which was a much more visible uh, position for for his products. Uh, also, uh, Napolitano, I think he's on business. Is he on Fox Business? He is. He yeah. just got a f- uh, five day a week show, though, as I understand it. I believe they're on every single uh, every single day during the week now, okay. as I understand. I think he might uh, be seven days a week. I don't know if it's him every every day though. Uh, that's that would be news to me. I know I'd heard from his producer that they they're going weekdays. A crazy show. So <laughs> seven um, days a week at all. So again, Fox Business more certainly is uh, shaping up to be a more liberty oriented uh, channel as a result of that. But but I think for the right for the most part, Mark, you're right. I mean. Uh, the Rush Limbaugh's the uh, the mainstream of the, of the mainstream media, the more mainstream personalities. Nothing's really particularly changed there. I, no, I, I disagree with that. I think Beck has really woken up to what's happening to the red blue paradigm. He starts. He's pointing that out in his discussions. He's pointing out, uh, you know, a lot of things that are considered conspiracy theory. Yes. He's pointing it out. Well, I don't, I, yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't really consider radio to be in the same category as as TV news. Okay. Um, even though radio actually, people like Beck actually have more listeners on the radio than most TV news shows have across their entire, uh, across the entire country. So, uh, but my my point one, uh, what, that I wanted to make here was that clearly, if somebody like a oh, who's the guy that owns Fox Murdoch Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. If somebody like a Rupert Murdoch, who's been known to pal around with politicians on both sides of the aisle, uh, wants to have editorial control over content, he's going to hire editors that agree with his worldview. Absolutely, and that's going to that's going to result in a certain tinge to uh, the news, a certain particular viewpoint that is is promulgated. And the same thing applies to all the other mainstream media. There's only so much they can do to micromanage. You know, they the Fox head can't know what's going on at fox 13 in tampa for instance so you know at lower levels uh there's more that can happen that might confuse somebody who believes in this all overarching media conspiracy i think that there's something to the idea that the you know the main 
people in control of these media organizations have influence. Yeah, I but think they it, can't influence every level of their organization. I agree. I think it comes down to talking points. These are where we stand on the issues. This is how you present the story. And then you also have the relationship aspect to consider. And I know we've covered that a number of times, how the me- mainstream media wants to keep its access to its best source, the government. And if you tick them off, they'll, they'll cut you off. But I think what WikiLeaks has done is a good thing overall, and I don't think it was uh, plotted by the government. They are reacting very negatively towards it. More coming up. For- this Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Pure Life Water, helping you drink better and live better by providing a zero-calorie alternative to sugary drinks. Visit us at nestle-purelife.us. When kids are playing, they often don't want to stop to keep hydrated. So send them out with a bottle of water and encourage them to take frequent drink breaks or call them inside for a quick sip. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian here with you. And Sam. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there free. We've got the bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners on our forum at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without lawyers who must know what it takes to win. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer, and it's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. The course works in every state of the United States. It works for uh, all around the world, the United States, Canada, England, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, India, Puerto Rico. People that have lawyers can use it just to keep an eye on their attorneys and know what they should be doing. Jurisdictionary.com. I've got the course. I think it's great, and I liked it enough that I went and bought it with my uh, bought it myself. Jurisdictionary.com. Let's continue here with your thoughts, your calls. You bring up what you want. Pat is in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Sam, and Mark. Hello, Pat is gone. Instead, we'll continue discussing uh, the media and uh, wherever it was that we were just a moment ago. <laughs> Whatever we were talking uh, about, talking we'll about that. the uh, the mainstream media and, and how they respond to different stories. Uh, so you're not impugning WikiLeaks, right, Sam? You're not saying that WikiLeaks is part of a plot. They're no, just... I don't think so. I, I think they're really they think, and they may, they may have it. I, I I'm not saying that I'm absolutely right about this. That yes, secret, you know, whatever in the government leaked this intentionally. I think WikiLeaks believes that it has real information, believes that it came from a reliable source who's doing it because he wants to get the word out and so forth, and that they're, I, I, they're useful idiots. I, I think that's the, a very distinct possibility. Well, I think they're you know, pretty smart at what they're doing. I don't know if they're I agree. stupid. I, agree. Uh, I like that they've uh, stopped uh, accepting um, new leaks. Uh, that, that disturbs they've me They've stopped greatly. accepting new leaks. Yeah. They don't have enough uh, reporters to process through it. So the next thing they said that's coming is uh, a, a banking disclosure that shows the fraud in the banking industry. But that's, you know, that's all that they have capacity for at this point. Well, they'll get. I'm sure they'll get get back on track here in, in the in the future. Maybe, a lot of people uh, like what they're doing. That's for sure. But yeah. yeah, they're doing they're doing great work. And I think that re- regardless of what the motivation is, I mean, that's what you're speculating on here is the the motivation of the government person or people who released this information to WikiLeaks. Regardless. 
regardless of their motivation, uh, I don't think that uh, WikiLeaks has done a, the wrong thing here. I think no, they've done I the agree. right thing. I agree. I just think that what this is is really a red herring to pull people off what's really going on. I think it also serves as a way to strain diplomatic relations. And I think what we have brewing here is a major shift in um, both the the traditional powers that be residing in the hands of a few, and that's shifting back towards the people. So the powers that be want to hold on to that power, and they are going to do, they're going to you know, it'll be desperate. They'll throw be desperate. the cards on the yeah. table, right? And and pull all the stops out. And when they are, when these despotic regimes are failing, what they typically go to is they take the the people to war because that sort of coalesces the. Well, yeah, of course, we got to fight the terrorists or true. whatever. And George Bush had his largest spikes of popularity when right. uh, there were war things going on and reactions to uh, purported. Attacks and things like that. And this seems to fit in very nicely with the idea that if there is some kind of conflict that that spirals out of control, this would would tend to feed the fire to get more countries involved and make the conflict bigger than it is. And the bigger it is, the the greater the threat, the greater the fear paradigm that they can feed to the American people and use it to control them. What do you what do you think they're going to do? Is it going to be the North Korea South Korea situation or something else? So now we're going to get into the weird stuff. So there's this prophet guy on YouTube <laughs> who uh, there's a video of him in a church in South Korea 6 months ago talking about an aircraft carrier being attacked by missiles and um the tower falling into the water and also the South Korean power grid being hit by missiles that are fired from uh, military trucks, the, the ICBMs. That's not what happened, though, right? It hasn't happened. Right. No, okay. he's saying that this is coming, that this is— I see. Uh, he's prophesying And he said that this. before the attack he uh, said this, happened? Well, he said this six months ago. Okay. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Okay, but the USS George Washington, what a great ship to uh, go down in World War III, is, is sitting right there— where uh, North Korea Korea just fired the the missiles in. They sent it in afterwards. Yeah, is that the idea. Now, if you go to his channel and go back, there's a video of him in uh, Haiti two months before the earthquakes hit there, warning the people in the church there that there's a major earthquake quake coming. If you go back to his videos before that, he's yeah. But in, how many predictions did he make that are that are false? I, mean, that's I don't the thing know. With these, that's the thing with these people that claim that they know what's going to come next is well, they always point to the ones where it kind of well. You know, like I the think Nostradamus. with the internet you can change dates on things, and I mean, I, well, I need to look, see a series I, of things. I went into the YouTube video and it shows the video posted ten months ago. Mm. So, right, but but the thing is, you know, with the people that make predictions, okay, they say one thing and they point to that as the, the well, hallmark of success, but they've had a hundred misses, you know, for every one Okay, hit. but this guy's yeah. going so into churches with thousands of people who are there, and he's being flown all over the world to these different places. He did the same thing in Chile. So the guy they know about him in the third the world, they don't know about there. him in the United States. So let's say that he's right. Let's say his predictions are correct. So what? So what? So there's war coming, is what you're saying. You're, you're yes. saying this. Okay, well, I think that's inevitable that you know there's going to be uh, more conflict. You're saying this is going to spread out. So do you think they're going to bring back the draft? I mean, because how many soldiers do they actually have that they can focus away from Afghanistan and Iraq right now? I mean, there's quite a few, you know, United over 100,000. pretty right? busy these days. Yeah, there's over 100,000. Aren't there not over 100,000 troops? I think what they're going area? to do is bring in foreign troops for the United States. And it's just like the way that they have shifted the uh, National Guard units and made it so that the Texas National Guard troops can be sent to Ohio and 
you know, they can all be shifted around so they're not on their home turf. They're mm-hmm. less likely to uh, see the people that they're forcing their will on as human beings and more as subjects. And so there there have been these national training exercises where Polish troops have come in and participated and all of these other government troops. And they have these sister uh, right. organizations where they pair up and so Well, I know forth. there are NATO this troops. Is, this is the same thing that's been trot. This has been trotted out since we've been doing Free Talk Live and quite honestly, a decade before that. I mean, right. I, I remember in 1994, a friend of mine who liked uh, conspiracy theories talking about they're training in Ohio. They got Chinese troops on on the ground in Ohio. They got people can't come out of their houses. And, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, there's only so many conspiracies you can have and you got to recycle these things. And I, I don't but know. There's some I truth, hear that. There's, there's video there's of, some of truth. this, I mean, Mark. think about this, Mark. There's I mean, during the, during the Hurricane Katrina debacle, uh, they had people from California. They had California Highway Patrol officers in uh, in Louisiana mm-hmm. busting into people's homes and taking guns from them. Yep. So, uh, yeah, there, there's something to be said for that. The idea that you bring people in who aren't from around there and they're more likely to follow orders that they otherwise wouldn't if they were doing it to their family members and what has obama done or well what has fema done if you watch uh, jesse ventura's thing he went to one of these so-called fema camps where they they called it a residential center it's two layers of bobbed wire fence there's a little playground there was a little kid swinging out on the swing the front door's locked they won't answer any questions about who it is or who's in there or who's meant to be there it's 1500 acres this one facility there's railroad tracks leading up to it on and on he went and talked to confronted the senator who said oh no there's no fema camps he's like well what about the bill you passed Oh, those. Well, I'm sure the kids that are there are really happy. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Government's looking out for your food safety, or at least that's what they want you to think. We'll uh, explain what the, uh, the new food safety bill is all about and take your calls, too. Coming up. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the, uh, the features on the site completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. Oh, by the way, those features include news updates. You get signed up. And we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever works best for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for free. How soon do you want to start teaching that child that's special to you about the ideas of liberty? I figured I couldn't start soon enough. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and I read it to my son, Jack, all the time. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page. We'll make it one of any child's favorites. Go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some samples there, order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with the coupon code FTL, an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right, let's continue with your phone calls, your thoughts. Rip is listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Rip. Rip. 
in West Virginia, Charleston area. Going once. Rip, going twice. Hello. I hear him. We can hear you now. Um, yes, I was wondering if, if any of you ever read the Huffington Post article, The Suffering of Fallujah. I don't I know. I think I did read this one. This, this, is, uh, this is about the uh, babies that are all contorted and stuff? Yeah, about how we, you know, we used nuclear warfare on, like, when we bombed that city. You mean the the U.S. government, because I didn't bomb it, did you? Depleted uranium. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Right, so you're talking about the DU effects and how they're affecting generations uh, down the line. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've heard about the DU stories uh, on this program. They're just absolutely horrible, and of course, we don't really even know what the uh, the long term effects are going to be at this point. They're it's not only- good. Oh no, we do. There it causes uh, bone degeneration, uh, kidney, liver problems. Oh really? I wouldn't think that a, a you know a decade would be long enough. But- oh, the uh, the head of the DU program, the the Doctor DU is is his name. The guy that's the expert on this for the military who actually wrote the uh, standards for handling and so forth and maximum exposure and so forth. Him and his team from being out on the test ranges and doing the studies and so forth, they're all dying. Mm. They're all, their eyes, eyesight is degenerating because of the, the DU particles are so fine. They go right through the uh, gas mask filters. They get into your body. They get into your eyes and they just start destroying, you know, your, your uh, organ function and, and so forth. This is very, very bad stuff. This is very toxic. And I think a lot of the troops that have been over in Iraq and, and Afghanistan and so forth and have been exposed to this stuff are going to be very upset when they realize that the government has basically poisoned them and is now throwing them away. And they are they had mentioned that Obama has come out and said that he's freezing the pay of federal workers for the next two years. Yeah. What's not in the news is that he's also cutting health benefits to the uh, veterans. That's not a surprise. Rip, uh, was that what you were referencing? Uh, yes. Um, I was, like, I had never heard of, of this, like, until, like, last week. I, I mean, I figured something like this would have been covered, like, on any news program. I mean, well, it has been, and, uh, you know, like Al Jazeera covers it, and, and the, it's just the American press that's controlled and, and manipulated by the U.S. government, so these stories don't get out. Well, yeah. if, the, if the American press critiques the American government too much, then they won't get their press releases anymore, and then they'll actually have to do journalism. Also, you can imagine how many Americans that uh, fly their flags and put their hands over their hearts and their tears well up at baseball games um, when they do this stuff. You can imagine how much they would really dislike hearing things like, oh my God, our fine young men who have been serving this country and keeping us free are involved in, well, making mutilation babies yeah so the mainstream media really it does it's not in their best interest at least from their perspective uh to to really come out come down too hard on uh the u.s government that's why with this wikileaks coverage what you're seeing isn't really the coverage of what might be the most damning of the the cables what you're seeing is talk about how they're terrorists those wikileaks are terrorists and we need to stop anybody that says naughty things about the government i mean they're covering the government's response to the cables more than they are covering the cables so we don't really even know what's in the 250,000 cables because I don't know about you, but I don't have time to read that stuff. And uh, certainly the mainstream media isn't going to take the time to read it. It's a lot easier for them to just go to uh, some government goon and have them respond to it and then print the response from the government. That's, I mean, that's basically how they're, they're looking at this. So the mainstream media essentially is nothing more than a lapdog uh, for the, the U.S. federal government. And it's kind of it's been that way for a long time. So I'm sorry you just now found out about DU, but it's some pretty, it's some pretty it's scary stuff. It's shocking. The first time I saw it, I was yeah. in disbelief. 
Anything else you well, want to share tonight, Rip? Uh, yes, uh, the whole um, the whole North and South Korea thing. Uh, I have a few friends that uh, they, they have this theory that they think it's just a cover. Like, um, you know, they'll probably just keep shelling some small islands in South Korea. Then, you know, we have like, what, 25,000 like, troops stationed in South Korea? They'll, uh, you know, we'll send more forces out there. And so when everyone moves up, they'll just, like, just drop a nuke there and just kill as many Americans as they can. And then we'll have basically no Marine Corps. Okay, so run it by me one more time. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get all the Marines to go on one island and then nuke it? No, it's like, it's, it's as if we had to get involved. Like, say, if North and South Korea started fighting... We don't have to get... The United States government does not have to get involved. They will like. They would like you to believe that they have to. Well, they already have troops there, so they are already technically involved. They could involved. put them on anything that smokes and ship them out if they wanted they to. They could. It, they should. And it, that just doesn't fit with the pattern. I, I think what the... You know, like, if you look back to Pearl Harbor, the U.S. government was engaging in financial terrorism, doing all these blockades and so forth against Japan to incite them to attack... You go back and look at uh, the Gulf of Tonkin incident. The Americans, the the government attacked its own ships in order to justify invasion. So I think what they're likely to do is try and set themselves up as the victim to get the American people behind. Like they did with Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Yeah, exactly the same thing. Thanks, Rip, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Helen is listening in Ithaca, New York to WNYY. Hello, Helen. Hi, good evening. Um, I'm just talking about the WikiLeaks also. I, I'm so pleased that this has happened, and uh, I think that Australian guy is a hero, a very brave person to uh, have taken this task upon himself. His name's Julian. I Julian Assange. Assange. I don't think he's Australian. I thought though. he was Swedish. No, I don't know. No, no, he's Australian, but the hmm. thing was leaked first in um, in England. but um, And then they sent, well, a British paper sent it to the New York Times, I believe. But, that's why, um, war, that's uh, why war is good for Americans, because it teaches us geography. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, all right, side comment. This will provide so much material for months and months for stand-up comics and um, political cartoonists, like all these little snipes at the various heads of state, mm-hmm. like Sarkozy and Berlusconi. All right. But what I really wanted to share with you is, like, I just heard this the past couple hours, um, that he's, you know, he's gotten under the skins of enough people that now there's an Interpol warrant out for his arrest for some type of sex crime. That's actually been going on. Uh, yeah. It was one of the things that they trumped up uh, immediately. It was one of the earlier WikiLeaks Yeah, it's been, it's been a couple of months uh, uh, Sweden Several months. first oh, really? did it and then uh, retracted it within a day and a half or day or something like that, within 24 hours or so. Which I don't believe it at all. I think that uh, they're making it up, essentially. I mean, yeah, they, if they uh, had evidence, why wouldn't uh, they have gone after him the first time? Yeah. What, what is the sex crime? Was it... It, alleged it's rape. an alleged rape, but yeah, they, they had dropped oh, the charges okay. because there just wasn't anything there. Now they're trying to trump it up again. And right after he released the Iraq uh, war logs... And he was in sitting in with CNN for an interview. And, you know, he had just released that the American military knew that they killed 109,000 people and that they have been counting it and that they do have a count while all this time they've been telling the American people in the world that we don't we don't know what the casualties are. We don't keep those numbers. And what did CNN want to talk about? The allegations of rape. And that's all that they would talk about. So he walked out of the interview. 
And by the way, you are correct, uh, Helen, that it, uh, he is indeed from Australia. He's an Australian journalist, though he's now living somewhere in Europe. I don't think it's uh, it's public. The thing that he, that Julian has going for him in his first dump, he added this two terabyte file or something that's called insurance.aes.256. It's an encrypted file, likely with all kinds of stuff in there. And if something happens to him, that key is going to be made public. He'll crack that open and then reveal some of the worst Everything. of the worst. Yep. Hey, thanks, Helen, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Time for your thoughts still here in moments at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free, even in these remaining moments. Enough time for your thoughts at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. And don't forget, Sam is here from ObscuredTruth.com. That's his website. You can go see some of his video work there. ObscuredTruth.com. Our number, 800-259-9231. Coming up tonight, your chance to win a two-pack of the Tota Sack. Mark, what's that? Tota Sack's a one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home or from, you know, the grocery store into the vehicle, whatever. It's a uh, retail grocery bag carrier that carries more than you can, a lot more. I, I actually had some groceries come in from the, the car this weekend. I decided, you know, I'll just take these three bags of myself. And I was feeling the way they were hurting my hand. I could imagine how many, uh, you know, when you take six or eight of them, which I normally do with my Tota Sack, mm-hmm. you, you just you wouldn't be able to carry them. The Tota Sack makes it so you can carry them uh, so much more easily. Uh, totasac.us, that's T-O-T-A-S-A-K.us. There's no C. T-O-T-A-S-A-K.us. It sure does. It's a great product. As we continue here taking your phone calls, we've got, I believe, uh, Steve on the line on the amp lines. Hello, Steve. Hi there, guys. I uh, have a dilemma that I'm experiencing about patents, and I wanted to run it by you to get maybe your advice from a liberty perspective, if that's all right. Go for it. Great. Great. Um, the, the issue is this. I've got a, a technology idea uh, that I'm looking to get some, some venture capital funding or perhaps sell it, uh, the idea in general. Uh, but in just preliminary investigating, I'm finding that very few of these companies want to touch it unless I patent the idea. Figures. And I do have some moral opposition to the idea of patenting, uh, patenting uh, being liberty-minded as I am. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from there. It's one of those situations where the corporate world has set up a certain structure, and if you want to play ball within it, you've got to jump through the hoops. How, how complex is your, uh, is your product or idea here? It's not very complex. So what's, uh, why is it you need to partner up with somebody? Is there a way that you can fund it on your own or that you can create your own venture capital funding? Because if you're going to go is through there, the... I'll just Sorry, I'll just uh, cut you off there and say no. It's, it, it would not be possible for me to do this without. It's not so much the funding as it is I need uh, one of a few different large companies to, uh, to potentially partner up with and pitch this idea to. And 
I'm confident that they won't be interested unless I hold the patent on it. Yeah, and in order to get the patent, you're going to spend probably about $20,000 in order to do that. And it's sure. uh, it's a pretty long, drawn-out process. I've I've been through it and have patents in my name from my uh, previous employer. Gotcha. You know, if if that's all you can do, that's all you can do. I mean, there, yep. there's some things that yeah. are just sealed up so tight that they're not going to deal with you otherwise. Right. And we live we live in the real world, and and we might believe in the we do believe in the ideas of liberty, and you operate by them the best way you possibly can. But if you need to bring better ideas to the marketplace so that people's lives are uh, you know made more full and uh, better, and the only way to do that's through the bureaucracy. That's what you got to do. That's what right? you do. I mean, it sucks. It's frustrating to have to be faced with the, that as your only option. It but. is, yeah. Yeah, it's it's awful, uh, I, and I wish there was something else we could point to. I mean, maybe there are. Maybe some uh, inventor types out there have will have some ideas they can share with you. Maybe we just don't know because we're talk show hosts. Uh, but you know, it sounds like you've done the the footwork here, and that you've looked into the options, and there there aren't anything else, or there isn't anything else. Not as far as I've found, but I'll keep listening, and hopefully, if somebody calls in with an idea. Uh, I'll be able to uh, to benefit from that. Well, hopefully, at the very least, the uh, venture capital folks will help you uh, with the whole patenting process or something like that to make it a little less bureaucratically burdensome. Because that sounds just absolutely awful having to go through that. Yeah. Well, I think I think they want, from what I've gathered, they want me to be holding the patent mm. before they'll even consider it. Wow. Well, so the problem that you run into with uh, talking to other companies about it, if you, a lot of people will ha- come up with an idea and they'll want to uh, go and talk with you know ABC Toys and have them sign an NDA, a non disclosure agreement, uh, and a non compete agreement, and all of this other stuff. And the yep. risk that the manufacturers are opening themselves up to is, well, they may be working with somebody else on a very similar idea, and because they're signing your paperwork on something that doesn't even exist, mm. you can come back and file a claim against, against them, them later for yep. violating your agreement. So that's why they're saying we have to have a patent in order to talk to you because then you know, you've know you done the, the groundwork already. It's frustrating. Yeah, that makes sense in a, in a twisted way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, it it's very I mean, they're trying to protect themselves, but it's all it all comes out of this flawed IP uh, sort of paradigm that the government has forced on us. That's one of the things I like about my, you know, this line of work is I don't have to ask permission by anybody's rule sets to do free talk live. I mean, there's no right. governmental authority that is uh, is a claiming to tell me whether or not I can put a radio show on the internet or on on a radio. Well, they tell you whether or not you can say. You know, about four different words or uh, certain types of uh, things that you well, talk about. Well, they tell about. the radio stations that, and I respect that out of respect for them. And, and uh, respect for our business. There's nobody who is, uh, is you know, regulating directly uh, internet syndicated radio content. Thank Indeed. goodness. It would drive me crazy if if there were. And mm-hmm. I, I thank you, and I wish you good luck with your process there. And thanks for the call thanks, tonight. Guys. Yep. 800-259-9231. Okay, so here's the, the other news of the day. The FDA now has, or will shortly, have vast new powers, so-called, to criminalize and imprison farmers and food producers while doing absolutely nothing to address the real root of food contamination, which is what the claim is with this Food Safety Modernization Act, which was passed 73 to 25 uh, by the U.S. Senate, I believe, earlier today. Now, presumably, this still has to go through the House and be signed, uh, but... 
with numbers like this, odds are good it's going to sail right through. Yeah, and this is the lame duck session. Effect. This is when all the ugliest uh, you know legislation gets through, and there's nothing you can do about it. I just I don't understand how why, how and why Americans put up with this crap because I mean, the government's big and scary. I, I mean, I, I, the, the politicians that have been voted out are now able to go and shove stuff through. You know, clean their little desks off and get uh, get stuff that they would were too scared to uh, get to put across before the election now they want to go do it they put up with the, the only same thing reason they should you be do. allowed to do is go there under armed guard and get their pens and pencils out of their desks they put up with it for the same reason you do mark they're scared yeah well i understood but that <laughs> this is not the way it should work and what this bill is really about is shutting down the family farms consolidating food production among the few key corporate players where the government can control things and, uh, you know, there, there's a, a documentary that I watched on Hulu called Fuel. It's, uh, it's very good. It talks about... I've heard about that. I, I yeah. started watching it, but I didn't come back it's to it. It's two hours long. Yeah, I haven't gotten it's, it's to it. It's very long, but it goes into how the U.S. government has subsidized food production in the United States through all of its programs and so forth, mm-hmm. which artificially lower the price of food and make it the number one export. You know, we're the breadbasket of the world, yep. so to speak. Which means that all of the other companies out there or all the other farmers in other countries around the world who are not getting subsidized go out of the food production business and they just rely on imports coming in from the U.S., and what that means is that at any time, through sanctions and yeah. and so forth, the U.S. The US can government the can shut off the food and starve the population of another country and risk the people revolting against that government, and that way they control the politicians. That's what's it's going insidious. on. I'm looking here at this uh, piece from the Washington Post on this, and of course it's an entire puff piece on what this uh, this bill is. Manufacturers and farmers for the first time would have to come up with ways to prevent their food from becoming contaminated under a measure approved by the Senate on Tuesday. The biggest overhaul of the nation's food safety laws in seven decades. Woo! Yay! Go government! Thank goodness! Finally! Finally, we'll never be poisoned again! Now, I believe that this is supposed to exempt uh, small farmers under the $300,000 gross range. Yeah. Now but the- if you'll, you'll know if you run a business at $300,000... That's not a whole It is not lot. a heck of a lot of money. So you may be talking about the smallest of farms, but it immediately goes after the, the mid-sized farms, or the real farms, yeah, basically sure. yeah. real farms. And, and six months down the road, we're already seeing price inflation across the board on all of these agricultural commodities. Uh, in, a, in a hyperinflation market, $300,000 could be next to nothing. So it could include the smallest of farmers. It's crazy. Hopefully we'll see more about this. The the, the natural news people are normally uh, very good at reporting on the, the bad things about this legislation, but right now their story basically reports on what was in the bill. So they're not reporting on what currently is because it has been changed. So hopefully we'll see some more information come out on exactly what the details are here uh, on this piece of legislation, but it's not good news. In the same way that the Consumer Product Safety Act uh, has been destroying small businesses that create toys, this is going to destroy small businesses that create the things that we put in our bodies. Yep, local yep. farmers, farmers that uh, allow local vores, slow money, all that stuff. We are out of time for tonight, but still enough time to give you the Toto Sack, a two-pack right now to 603-435-1105. You dial in 603-435-1105. That's our contest line. You'll win possibly a two-pack of the Toto Sack at On the Phones. We'll see you tomorrow night at freetalklive.com. 
The following edition of the Edgington Post interview series is brought to you by the Free Talk Live AMP program. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier today for as little as three bucks a month. Get perks and help us get on more radio stations and more internet connections at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. And here's Mark. Okay, so it's another edition of the Edgington Post. And today I have with me Brian Wagoda. Brian, you there? Yes. Hi, Mark. How are you? <laughs> I am well. Thank you, sir. So um, you are the guy who's putting together the cruise. Now, there's not a really a, we haven't come up with a name for this. The the Liberty Cruise apparently is taken by uh, some other organization, and yeah. um, uh, so we haven't really come up with it. Freedom Cruise sounds like another good thing, but we haven't really thought about it. However, um, th- th- this cruise is going to be um, in November 2011, and it's going to be leaving from uh, Bayonne, New Jersey. Do I have that right? That is correct. Okay. Bayonne. Uh- outside of Liberty Harbor there near the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to go to Bermuda. How is the weather in Bermuda in November? I mean, uh, that's one of the first things that I, I kind of thought of when I uh, when we talked about the time frame. Generally, it's it's rather mild. Uh, you got mid to high 70s. Uh, water temperatures around the same. Um, it's not sweltering, but it certainly is not cold. And uh, I've, you know, having been to Bermuda before, you know, the sights and everything just as accessible in 70 degree weather than it would as it would be in a 80 degree weather yeah i don't think i'm looking i'm not dying to get out there in the scorching sun nor do i want to be frozen out so those sound like good temperatures to me and um the now it's a it's a it's a five-day cruise right that is correct so so we would spend uh two days at sea on the way to bermuda plenty of time to party gamble and you know get a chance to meet the speakers and and have some sessions and then We'll spend some time in Bermuda. Uh, you could golf, go on some excursions, uh, historical excursions, all kinds of stuff there. And then we uh, do sail back and, you know, five days round trip. Now, um, tell me about the speakers. I know that uh, obviously I'm going to be there. And uh, what, Stefan Molyneux and Wes Bertrand. Uh, tell me what what's going to happen with the speakers. That's correct. Uh, we uh, did get Wes Bertrand on board and uh, Stefan is also going to be there and what we're looking at right now is to uh, have a couple of sessions where, you know, Steph uh, will get up and he'll talk to uh, our guests, uh, give his usual uh, high energy, high philosophical talk. He's about, great. Uh, I'll tell you, when he does, uh, he can he can really do the public speaking thing. I mean, I it's, wish I could do it that way, too. <laughs> it's, it's awesome to hear him speak. I'm, a, really I'm excited is. to hear uh, Wes. Now, I haven't hear, heard him do uh, any engagements. Uh, I love listening to his podcast, Com- Complete Liberty, but... That's I correct, and uh, he's, he's uh, set up a wiki for us so that, you know, we, as, as uh, guests, we can kind of uh, mold the conference to the way we want, but if uh, we go to the wiki page, we'll see what he wants to talk about, and he's going to do a talk for us also, uh, more about activism and how to partake in, you know, the activist uh, anarchist movement. Cool. Now, I haven't thought of uh, what I'm going to do for my own, um, you know, my own section when I do my own speaking thing, but we have talked about um, an opportunity for all three of us to get together in kind of a panel discussion to talk about the morality of voting. That'll be an exciting little geeky adventure. Yeah, and we, we were looking at a couple ways to uh, do this that would make it more engaging for the audience rather than kind of just your bland, you know, uh, informational kind of debate. So we wanted to kind of make you guys work a little bit and take you out of uh, your comfort zone Maybe ask you to do a little improv, improv for us, uh, political improv, of course. Sounds fine. 
So um, let's see. Now, the, most of the speaking will be going on the the first the, the two days out, and then there'll be the, um, the. There's also all kinds of events on the boats. Um, they have s- childcare on the boat. Is that am I correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, children three to seventeen can go to Adventure Ocean. Uh, it's kind of like a activity center that's you know divvied up by age groups, so you don't have to worry about all your children being bunched together from 3 to 17, and it, they, they have activities that are age-appropriate. Um, there is an arcade on board. There are babysitters and activities, events leaders that can really keep the kids interested and, you know, actually make it somewhat educational for the younger kids and also keep the teenagers who might think that it's weird really motivated and uh, engaged, and they'll, they'll be able to meet, uh, you know, kids of their own age and, and have an experience that they'll enjoy uh, along with, you know, the rest of the family. And, you know, the adults can go have a few uh, drinks by the pool while the kids are having fun at Adventure Ocean. So, obviously, you can, uh, you can have your – basically, the child care is open all day, and then you can have your kids when you want them and um, drop them off when, uh, you know, you'd prefer to do the hanging out by the pool thing. That's correct. Uh, usually, um, the the Adventure Ocean is open until uh, pretty late at night, uh, usually around 11 o'clock. So, you know, the – the uh, it, it's not a a set time during the day that you can drop them off. It's any time during the day so that you can enjoy your time away from the kids and you can enjoy your time with the kids. Now, what else uh, does the boat have to offer? There's a there's an ice skating rink, which certainly wasn't on the uh, the cruise that I was on ten years ago. That's a that's correct. There there is a uh, ice skating rink, and uh, I I want to put a little bit of caution out there that you know if if you're as clumsy as I am, you might want to take somebody along that knows a little bit more about ice skating, you know, so that they can kind of teach you how to do it so you're not on your backside the whole time. <laughs> but there are uh, instructors there, and it is a lot of fun. They also have a uh, rock wall for the more adventurous um, type of cruisers. Uh, they have mini golf, a golf simulator with a pro on board, so you can uh, work on your swing, work on the finer points of the game. They have basketball and volleyball courts out, outside. There is a wow. gym of full fitness gym, um, a spa if you want to get your hot stone massages. There is a, a casino on board. I'm sure that's a, extra, right? Massages have to be extra, so haircuts yes, and massages. They are extra, but um, they're, they're well-priced, and if you wanted to have a couple's massage or something like that, they do have specials uh, on board for, for a couple's massages. Um, there, there is a, uh, a, a mall there, a promenade, where you can do some shopping and get some duty-free alcohol and other gifts, uh, fine jewelry, and they do have some specialty uh, dining like Johnny Rockets and Ben and & Jerry's and Seattle's Best. And they also have a uh, high-end restaurant called Portofino, and that's, that is a small extra charge, $20, but I'll tell you from experience that, that food is terrific. You would, you, I, I wouldn't steer you wrong. You, you cannot go wrong there with the, the dining menu that they have. And now, obviously, meals are included with your five twenty five, um, you know, a birth fee or whatever. Now, and you have to have two people in a room to get five twenty five. Is that how that works? That is correct. So, um, all your all your meals are included, and the only uh, outside cost from that, uh, food wise, would be your drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, your five twenty five for the inside cabin would be at double occupancy. Um, if you're going by yourself, that's fine. It's it, it'll be. Uh, 150% of that price. So basically, you know, the double occupancy price and half of another. Uh, and uh, 
Now, the, the, at the website, you have to have uh, ways for people to share rooms with other folks, though. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of folks will want to do that. I mean, even some will probably even want to, uh, you know, throw a, uh, a cot in the room. It's not like you spend a heck of a lot of time in there and have oh, a that's... third person. Yeah, and and third, you know, third and fourth guests are are uh, slightly cheaper than the uh, first and second occupancy. And if if people want to work out where they uh, share a room, they can always give us a call at our number. It's on the website, so that we can, uh, you know, make those accommodations. We we do have people on staff that would be able to field that call at all times uh, from nine to five during the week. Now that that website is cruise.freetalklive.com. That's correct. So um, those are the the adventures that one can have once one gets there. Now, what um, you were saying that in Bermuda, once you get there, they have uh, historical tours and and things like that. What else is there to do? That's correct. Uh, We, my wife and I, had taken a uh, electric bike tour. It was a historical tour out of Horseshoe Bay. Out to Horseshoe Bay, it was a great tour. We've got to see some history and then go to Horseshoe Bay, where the pink sand beaches are, and relax for a while and go swimming in the bay. Um, they usually have uh, shopping excursions in and around town, and uh, there are other more act- active uh, excursions like snorkeling, scuba diving, golfing. You know, there's all kinds of things for people to do once they get on shore there. They can uh, even stop by some of the bars that are right at the port there. Um, Frog and Onion comes to mind. We had eaten there a few times when we were there. And uh, you, you could kind of kind of meander along by yourself around Bermuda. It's a very nice island. The culture's great. It's kind of got a Caribbean feel and a European feel all mixed in one. And uh, there are places that you could go visit for the day, resorts that uh, are generally open to our guests on the cruise. So you can go to the resort and partake in uh, all-inclusive type of resort style, sitting on their private beach and enjoying some food and drinks, you know, for a small fee, a small excursion fee. Got it. So then um, how, how long will we be in Bermuda? Uh, we will be in Bermuda for two days. Okay. So I, I, I would uh, tell all of our listeners to, you know, check out these excursions ahead of time and try to try to book them ahead of time, which you could do through us or through the cruise line, and uh, get that perfect excursion for you while you're there before they sell out. Uh, and do a little bit of research before you do it. If you'd like to do a historic tour, historical tour or visit a particular beach or do a bike tour, um, you know, look up what there is to do and what you'd like to see in Bermuda before you go on the site and just poke around. But there are people on the boat that will be able to do this for you if you didn't make up your mind quite yet and you're, you're sitting there still on the fence about a couple things. We do, there are uh, activities planners on the boat that will be able to book the excursion for you and help you pick the perfect one for yourself. Now, um, I I was educated in the South, but I, I think I can still take care of this. There's five days. It takes two to steam out there, two on site. Then how are you going to get back in one day? Well, they, they steam back pretty quickly. So uh, usually they take their time getting out there to give you two days at sea. And then uh, they'll uh, leave early that night, and you get one day at sea on the way back and uh, end up there the next morning in uh, Bayonne. That way you can spend all the rest of your money in the casino, and you'll have nothing left when you get back. <laughs> You got, you got it. Well, what are you going to do? It's not like you can gamble anyplace else. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, I, uh, I really appreciate you taking some time to explain to me how the, uh, the cruise is going to go. That's cruise.freetalklive.com. And one thing that, um, as, as I understand it, I was talking to Tanya, your wife, who uh, helped me set this all up, is that there's a good chance, very good chance, that these rates will increase over time and that if, we don't, if you don't reserve them, uh, relatively quickly in the next month or two, that uh, 
that that they can go up. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, because of the way the cruise line is structured, we do have to reserve small blocks of rooms early in advance. And as we take on more blocks, the uh, the price tends to go. It's it's up. Um, it, it can change. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It can change in either direction, but uh, generally it changes to the uh, higher side rather than the lower. And we. We would really like all our customers to try to book early so that we could get those lower rates for them. And we'd also like to put an incentive out there that the first 100 customers that do book will have access to that uh, event, the uh, panel discussion with yourself, Stefan Molyneux, and uh, Wes Bertrand. For free. For free. Right. That's correct. So um, now the, uh, the the other thing I was thinking about there is if this um – the the rate could go up on these uh, these berths, but if you you don't have to pay the whole five thirty five in advance, you can just put uh, what a couple hundred bucks down, and then um, that'll reserve it, right? That is correct. Two hundred to reserve it until August, and then uh, that deposit will keep your room, and the the rest isn't due until the summer of twenty eleven. And once you have it all paid up, you're good to go. Excellent. That includes your room and uh, all your food on board. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate the interview. It's Brian Wagoda, cruise.freetalklive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally. With information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing, here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. One of the most common complaints I hear from my clients is having a persistent lack of energy. Lacking energy can come from a variety of causes, including not getting proper nutrients from your foods and eating too many processed foods that can fill you with empty calories. These foods do not provide you with the proper fuel for the energy your body needs. An excellent source to this ongoing epidemic is to make sure you consume enough omega fatty acids in your diet to restore that much needed energy. To combat the low energy blues, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains the wonderful acai berry that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice from Genesis today tastes fantastic and it takes energy and alertness to new levels. Drink a glass of nutrient-rich acai berry juice in the morning and you'll get a thousand percent of the daily value of vitamin B12 and you will feel energized throughout your entire day. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations. 